Perez. Walter makes a run ahead of it. Burkamp suddenly changed pace through the centre. It's Burkamp! That's magnificent! The move, and then this, which left Dabby's ass totally stranded. Hello and welcome to Birdcamp Wonderland. This is day three of the predictions thing that I only thought was going to last maybe an afternoon, do 10 people, and it's turned out we've done 25 so far, and none of them have been the predicted 10 minutes. Some have been 16 was the shortest and the longest. Well, that has been three quarters of an hour, but today we had seven lovely... Uh, they're all gentlemen. Yes, they were. The very first one was the legend from ABW, Mr. Fifey. We have missed him. Then it was FK, another ABW legend. Then it was Travis from Sunny LA... And then it was Richard from the Over and Over and Over Again podcast. And then it was Ryan from the Mr. Arsenal podcast. And then it was one of ABW's finest, uh, Richard, which is Cactus Cash. And then finally, it was a Sheffield United fan called Jarvis from the um, Red Sheffield, I think. You'll hear it in the pod what the at is. I don't know. It's 20 minutes ago. I've got no idea what I'm talking about. And uh, he messages earlier in the year, earlier in the pre-season, to say, oh, would you like to come and do a preview? And I thought, yes, and we'll get you to come and do this. So he did, and we ended up talking about all kinds of football for 45 minutes. I've done shorter podcasts, people, so good luck with this one. It's seven individual podcasts, 25 in total people that we have done, and a load more to do tomorrow. Oh, I do feel sorry for you. I'm very sorry about this. Um, goodbye. Hello and welcome to Birdcat Wonderland. This is uh, the 20th episode of the Predictions uh, League, and we have ABW Royalty um, in the thing I've put in in brackets ABW Legend. It's the one and only Mister Mister Fifey, the the much loved man who taught us all about amortization, and none of us remember a single bit of how it works. How are you doing, Treacle? I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me back and for your patience over the years. It's been, it's been I feel like Arsene Wenger when he turned up at the Emirates the other day. Obviously, I'm not comparing myself to that legend kind of status, but it's been uh, several years out in the wilderness. But I'm finally, yeah, finally home to uh, to Big Papa Danny. Um, do you think we can persuade you to come on maybe every now and then and do a couple of football pods with us? Don't take the piss, mate. <laughs> maybe so, now I've got some some internet stability. Not like when I used to live in Islington, and it was no. pretty much impossible. And I used to pull that one strand of hair out every time trying to uh, get me to have better audio, pay for me to connect into my uh, Wi-Fi box. But yeah, I'm uh, I'm a stable man now. So what have you been doing for the last few years then since people have last seen you on ABW? If you had to summarise it in a sentence. Uh, procreating. So I've got a little boy, uh, <laughs> fully grown up. I've uh, I've uh, yeah, long uh, long broke free from my old days. I've developed some wisdom, lost a little bit of hair, put on some weight, got married, uh, started buying wine and become boring. So, but that's me. But how oh. about you, Danny? How have you been? Yeah, I'm good. Um, fatter, older, slower, a little bit more achier. A little bit less um, um, ability to put up with people's nonsense, but still moaning, still moaning. Everybody in the WhatsApp groups for for not to. But I don't moan about people's video or audio quality now because all of them have a perfect audio and video. So it's only take. And we had our tenth anniversary last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Ten years we've been doing this nonsense, and none of wow. us still know what we're doing. Ah, fantastic news! Where was the invite to the anniversary party? 
didn't do one. We didn't have anything. I've still not met any. The only ones I've met that have done pod, I've met Mike from America. I've met yeah. Jeff from Canada. and Finey, Mike Finey. Yeah, that's it. I met him. That's they're the only two I've ever met, I think. Oh, and then I met, went to a game and I met Femi and Carl, and that's it. And some of them only live two or three hours away. They just, just, they just don't care, five feet. It's not like the old days where we all cared for each other. These lot, vagabonds, and that's, that, that's the nicest thing I can say about them. I uh, walked past Chimp the other day in the financial district, gave each other oh. a quick what was he doing? Going? Wave, and then was he going, going through the bins looking for um, used uh, sausage rolls? Maybe flinging shit. And no, he's, he's doing well. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen many of the guys lately, but um, still catch up with Jason obviously quite often. And from time yeah. to time, meet with him. And I think Simon probably second most met a few times lately. But, but apart from that, Chris comes up for his once a once a year annual trip up. I think that's it. Went to the hotel, cheap hotel room somewhere dodgy with Jason. Immediately regrets it, puts it to the back of his mind, and then one year later, here we go, bingo banger. It is, and uh, Mr. Um, Collins is currently down in Australia, and he met up with Dom. Amazing did you see the photos. I did. Two of the most handsome men out in Sydney, just it as well. Is. Simon's wife was there to regulate the situation, otherwise that could have been out of control. But with those two, there was not uh, there was not a single woman within a, a mile of those two not swooning at the thought of those two. Uh, uh, goddesses getting their tops off and just strolling around and uh, and just just being fabulous, which I'm, I'm sure they both are. And we've got some people in the chat. Jim Eves is there. Phil Macker is there. You, uh, wow. you can't believe that me and Chris haven't been out on the pool. Dear, oh dear, that's a, that's a horrid thought. Um, I'll be taking over by aliens. I think aliens are indeed coming. They will come, they will look, they will observe, and they will go, these human race are an absolute disgrace. We're going to wipe them out before they infect the rest of the universe. That is the only logical thing they can do because human race, quite frankly, are, especially the, the top top echelons of the human race, they are a mess. Do you reckon frankly. they created COVID? Is that a conspiracy we could start here? Aliens. aliens yeah, maybe they, maybe they observed us, created it yeah. to try and wipe us out. Well, uh, if they did try, they didn't do a good enough job. And yeah. uh, there might be a second version coming out. So if they, if they can, second time lucky. Even, but uh, yeah, just just let the cats run the world. It'd be, it'd be a lot easier. Should we get on and, and talk a little bit of football? Yeah, maybe we should uh, speed things up for the for the crew who are waiting patiently. Yes. So we, we had live guests. Hey guys, thanks for joining. Okay. Sorry uh, for my disappointing you with my lack of football knowledge, but let's go. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I just want to make sure that your name is Fifey and it's PR underscore who, then the letter R and the letter U, and you have that stamped somewhere on your body and on your passport. Exactly. You are an actual ABW legend. I mean, that is a very strong term. I mean, I've probably I'm sub 50 appearances, but I will take it for the just for the amortization education. I yeah. feel like, like, yeah, I was definitely talking about that before that became a trendy term. Yes. People don't seem to care about it anymore now that we're pretty flush. But yeah, yeah. I, now, I will take it. Now that FFP has been buried in a shallow grave somewhere, no one really cares about it. So exactly. who are you going to go for Premier League champions? See, I'm going to go for Arsenal. I know it's not original because I can see you've got a few there, but definitely it's got to be Arsenal for me. Good. Um, what other people that you might know? Uh, Femi went Man City. And then um, who else do you know on here? Oh, oh, Carl went for Man City. And who else is there? Gav from Shewar. He went Arsenal along with with you and me. So you in you in some good company there. 
So obviously Arsenal are going to finish uh, first. So that next question, I don't have to ask. I reckon you. the reason Carl's gone for Man City is because he knows that Arsenal use their public uh, public underground to get to and from games. But I'll leave that one with him. Terrible. I mean, are you over the trauma of those? How many years? I've lost track of how many years it has been ruining your journey to work. Are you well, still... Why do you think I'm working from home today? The whole bloody network's <laughs> been on strike again. But yeah, as he's well mentioned, sausage rolls. I've got a little uh, a little thing here. There he is, top right hand corner. Oh, there he's, he is. He's giving you a look. Oh, that player. <laughs> Love it. Uh, white. So, who are you going to? Um, Arsenal's top goal scorer, all competitions. What are you going for? Gun Saka. I was thinking yeah. Jesus, but then I saw he's injured again already, and I thought, here oh. we go. So, it's got to be Saka. Why, why are you picking Saka? Well, actually, well, penalty taker for one. Yeah. Um, doesn't does he take corner? Well, he's not really. He, I mean, he's our most dangerous threat. Martinelli's another one, but I think that Martinelli might be rotated more often this season with Trossard, and Arteta just doesn't give Saka a break whatsoever. He's pretty indestructible. He's going to play off of you know the main striker. We know mm-hmm. whether it's Hazard, uh, sorry Hazard, whether it's Havertz or Jesus, he's going to like to play a bit of a false nine in that middle, you know, for the front three. It's going to create space for Saka at the back post. So for me, it's either him or Martinelli, but I think he's going to be rested less so and he's less likely to uh, to break down than, than Martinelli as well. Uh, what would you put as, as the reason for why we fell apart at the end of last season? I think it's an interesting one. I'd say a couple of factors. Obviously, Jesus's injury... It probably didn't impact us, you know, when you look at when he was out, of course, you know, we maintained a very good set of results. When he came back in, you know, it still took him a little time to find his scoring again, but I think he started in pretty well. The, the real issue, I think, for me was Saliba and, and taking Saliba out of the team. You know, obviously, he didn't really need to, uh, he didn't really obviously need to play in that home game against um, Sporting Lisbon. Uh, you could argue that Kiwior was pretty shit in his first game at Lisbon away, right? And, and don't get me wrong, I think he's going to come good. But he, he really had a pretty awful game um, to the point where it must have been a bit of a concern for Arteta starting him in the home leg. So we mm. overcompensated, played Saliba, his back went, and then he was out for the rest of the season. And I just think the way in which he his his progression, you know, with the ball, there was a couple of games, for example, where Holding was in centre-back. And I, you know, I'm not going to... You know, put it all entirely on holding, right? We we should have had better cover in that position, but just watching, you know, holding in centre back, playing it, you know, right to to Ben White when when White was literally stood, you know, laterally across from him, you know, pretty uh, a pretty equal length up the pitch, and then White then just punts the ball up because you know he's trying to get rid of the pressure, and for me that kind of summarised a little bit of the game mentality that Holding has, which is you know that kind of let's get rid of the pressure with centre backs. That's not. Saliba would have driven the ball at least 10, 15, 20 metres forward, enabling us to press further up the pitch, attack teams more aggressively, but also defend more aggressively from a higher, you know, base. And so I think when when he left, you know, when he dropped out of the team, that was just the 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 whole game kind of really fell apart um for me. And so that that would be the one concern. Can Timber, you know, deputize there? Can Ben White now deputize there and put Timber right? We'll have to see. But I think that 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 was the for me the biggest issue. It How about is, you? Yeah. And I'm sure you probably explain your uh, on every podcast. But what, what what was the reason for you we fell apart? Exactly the same thing. Yeah, we uh, had the, he's more than. I mean, we saw when he was playing on loan in France, 
the the number of passes that he did. I was watching every week and going, God, uh, Saliba's doing 100-plus passes from centre-back. And we were used to having centre-backs that would uh, only do the thing they do with the ball would be to lob it anywhere or short passes and backwards and forwards from each other. And then Saliba would be not only 100 passes, we'd have like 90-odd percent pass success rate. And so it is yeah. almost like having a, um, what was it? Is between, I think it's called an anchor position yeah. between midfield and uh, and the and the defence. Oh, we've got, uh, is that Ryan Reynolds? It's, it, it's, there is a genuine ABW legend. He is, and I've got Not a little, uh, like me. I've got a, uh, there he is, put him in the corner. Yes, he's uh, handsome, but he's coming on, he'll be on Sunday. About bloody he's, time. Yes, so uh, lovely. Um, I was saying that um, it is when you have a player that is that good and can do that amount of stuff and is that creative with the ball at centre-back, it's almost like having the anchor position, which is like a, a, a really good passing defensive midfielder when he comes out of... Sol Campbell used to do a little bit of that, get the ball and yeah. get out of defence. And yeah. it's to have a player like that in our team at that age. He is probably, for me, one of the best centre-back um, uh, uh, prospects on the planet at the moment. You've got the young man that... Um, is it Bayern Munich or or, uh, or Barcelona? It's one of those teams. The Dutch lad, De Jong. Okay, there's always a few of them. I get them mixed up. But magnificent. Well, it is the centre-back with De Jong's centre-back, yeah. yeah. I, he, he, well, he brings a defensive solidarity and calmness to the defence, which is fantastic, right? Because, you know, Margellas is brilliant. But, you know, you remember, like, the Mitrovic era at Fulham at home. And a few, a few you know, he's, he's always uh, a flashpoint away from a red card. Right or or you know someone like we've seen in preseason getting you can get in behind him quite easily. Saliba really calms that defence. He brings you know a surety and a confidence. But again, for me, it's really that build-up play. Right, he's not just he's so much more than a defender. Like the attack starts with yeah. him, and 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 it also again it allows us to defend so much higher up the pitch because we're we're pressing up the pitch in ways that we don't because we have that confidence in him to almost hold the line. So. So yeah, so keeping him fit is a must, but I think we now we have you know slightly better options. Bringing in Timber it allows us that versatility uh, to either look at Timber or, or even transferring Ben White back into that position. Ben, let's not forget, was fantastic, not mm. just last season but, but his first year as well, the year before that. So let's like see. You were, like you were saying, the ability to push up and then more importantly be able to get back because holding, yeah. bless him, I love Bob holding. But he doesn't. He hasn't got the speed to get back. And then you look at uh, Saliba. He is like an absolute whippet when he gets back. Oh, he's rapid. And so he, he is a nightmare. I mean, he could play defensive midfielder. He could play in the anchor. I mean, he could probably play in central midfielder with his passing ability and his tackling ability. He is a, a generational talent, and we are lucky at the moment at the club. We have got five or six generational talents at the club. Yeah, actually, I was reading a good article about Saliba the other day. I think it was in the Athletic. They did a big write up on him, and they were saying. Until at the age of fourteen, he was playing as a striker in the youth team um, in France, and yeah, incredible to think that you know someone has been able to transit because fourteen is quite a late age to transition into. I know you always hear about players that change here and there, mm -hmm. but from striker to centre back is fundamentally a, you know a transformational shift in the game. Yeah, and you know it's only like you think about it. Eight years later, he's captaining Son Etienne joining Arsenal, going back to Marseille, you know, playing out of his skin. Like, without having actually that number of years to master the game or being developed and, like, whatever. So, I think, you know, the we're still going to see more levels to his game at Arsenal with, you know, continued coaching, the better players around him, 
that kind of getting the the back four in place and, and having a bit more stability in the back four and you know having you know the same players next to him each game I think that will really help um but yeah no absolutely love him I, last year I remember the game when we lost at Man City away as well 4-1 and um you know listen we'd all be um ragged somewhat rotten by Haaland don't get me wrong but you know Haaland literally treated um holding like he was you know a youth team player right the way he just dominated him and then when uh he went and scored holding that is you know towards the end of the game when he turned around after scoring and winked at one of the city players as to say have a bit of that i just you know for me that was the the summarization of the end of our season and the capitulation the mentality to think you know we're arrogant enough to give them a wink after they just spanked four past us but um but listen i like holding i'm not i'm not going to draw him out as the reason we didn't win the league but I think losing Saliba was definitely the turning point. And it's a shame, right? Because if Kiwior was more impressive in that sporting game, I think there's every reason or every chance he would have started against Lisbon at home or, or um, every chance he would have been in that centre back row and Saliba. But listen, if only my auntie had bollocks, et cetera, et cetera, right? So, but, um, but let's say, fingers crossed, we're, as ever, Arsenal praying for an injury-free season. But I think with the backups and with the investment, yeah, you know, we've been phenomenal in, in the transfer window so far. So it's yes. not like you know the the old Wenger um, <laughs> era when like you know we were praying that one player wouldn't get injured, and invariably they did. So we have genuine squad depth and, and quality now. And doing all of our transfer business in the last hour on transfer deadline day. I mean, we used oh, to get. Yeah. I mean, I'll, great I'll shows, still be fuming, anymore. even though we've been super efficient this window. I'll be fuming if we don't end up with some Chelsea beating player on loan on the on the last day, just for like nostalgic reasons, and we can all celebrate. But um, but no, do you know mm. this this transfer window? You know, obviously, you know, you could say Arsenal predicting them coming top is is a little bit um, churlish, given obviously City are amazing, but. You know, look if you look at City's window, what's happening with their squad? You know, clearly, you know that we know they're going to make more investment than they have. Um, but there's quite a lot of disruption to their team, right? Gundogan going, potentially Bernardo changes, potentially coming into into the central mid center central defence. We'll see. You know, whereas we've had a pretty stable window, and sure, we're going to see outflow. But I don't expect any of our first starting eleven to leave, you know. And and, and you think about Gundogan, he was literally central to that, um, to that. Well, the treble for them last year, right? Yeah. He, he was he was everything. But you, or quadruple, sorry. But you you look at ours, and 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 really, like, do do you see any one of our top first eleven being allowed to leave unless an absolute monster of a bid comes in? Like, I can't see it. I think we're we're, we're very stable. We're adding depth and quality, and we're growing. We're a city. Okay, it's not you know turbulence in in that sense. You know, there's nothing too extreme, but there's enough of a change that it could impact them, right? And and so that's why I'd go for a, for Arsenal. Obviously, there's a little bit of tainted bias in there, and I'm, I'm sure like 95% of neutrals would disagree. But but when you're in the stadium, and not even just in the stadium, right? We have a huge worldwide fan base, but you can feel something's building, and you can feel there's trust, there's belief, not just the fans, but the manager and the players, the players and the manager. You know, I don't know if everyone, anyone's read that Aaron Ramsdale article yesterday, and I definitely urge you to if you haven't. But you can just definitely feel that connections back in the club, and you know, with the Arsenal, you know, we're really back, right? And so I'm, I'm really backing us to take us, you know, take that to the next level um, next season. Definitely. So after all those high points, um, let's talk about Spurs. Where they're going to finish next season because they are not really having a good time of it, are they? They they're are a mess. I would say. 
where where are we looking? So we're going to have Arsenal, Man City, either Liverpool, Newcastle, or Man United in those positions. Aston Villa, obviously, doing really well under him. Maybe seventh. Uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City. Oh, Chelsea even better. Yeah, Chelsea are going to be back, aren't they? Let's go yeah. with ninth. Why not? <laughs> It's going to be a wild card, isn't there? There's going to be a Brentford or a Fulham or someone yeah. who are going to who are going to be in there. So yeah, let's go ninth. I think with them, obviously, Kane. You know, Kane. The saga continues, which is like you know they've added Madison, but I mean we we've, we've really smacked them left, right, and centre in this transfer window run, and we smacked Bayern Munich around for the first time. But I think you know, you know, the new keeper. Like, I don't think he's had a particularly good start to the to the you know not that I try and tend to base my objective on, on pre-season, but I can't see them uh, really challenging next season. How about the FA Cup? Are you going to give that to? Arsenal. We're definitely Ooh. going for the double. We're going for the double. domestic double. Yeah. The, the winners of the English World Cup. That'll be us. Well, there's been quite a few people that have put us down for the double, so you're not alone there. Taboo, taboo, taboo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that time they were singing that at, uh, against Spurs and they came over the Tannoy hybrid and asked us to stop singing it. <laughs> I actually, uh, so I met Sol Campbell once. He came to my office. Um, we were doing a, uh, we had an event, um, a dear diversity and inclusion event. And um, Sol Campbell came as uh, like an ambassador and gave a, gave a talk for an hour to like my employees. And I, it was actually really interesting, the stuff he was saying about, you know, the likes that he, he went into some pretty, raw details about the likes of Roy Keane and, you know, his desire to move to AC land, why he chose Arsenal. But I actually got him to sign an old Arsenal shirt with the words double, double, double. So Campbell was signed the double. And a little interesting the doubles. my copy of Fever Pitch is signed by two people. One of those is So Campbell. Do you know who the second one is? Uh, well, you haven't picked someone who was... Part of the fever pitch era, so no. I'm gonna say, um, um, Mark Strong, Mikkel Arteta. Does he even know what it is? I'm sure he does. He was club captain, so, um, he, uh, there was some like thing they were doing like in pre season, they did like a training session at the Emirates, and I managed, I think, um, because I was part of the um, AST. And like Tim Payton just said, if you want to come along, feel feel free. So I took a day off work, and then they did like some event afterwards in the in the concourse, and they had like Zellalem, if you remember him, he was in a, like yeah, a, a little yeah. traffic. Zellalem. That's when they asked Aaron Ramsey, "What do you think of Tottenham?" And he said fifth. And then like you could go to the players and like have a chat with them after, and like so everyone gravitated towards like Ramsey, Wilshire, and like barely anyone went to over to Arteta. So I was like, okay, I'll go have a little chat with him. He signed my copy. He had a little talk. Yeah, it was amazing. Going back like at least well, not at least ten years now, but maybe like going back like eight years or something like that, seven, nine years. Really nice guy. If I met Arteta, I'd ask him about what it's like to play next to Ronaldinho at PSG. I'd get all hipster on his ass, and then I bet not many people often ask him about that. He was a That's legend. Yeah. It, yes, uh, League Cup. What are you going to go there? I'll go Newcastle. Ooh, Aston Villa's an interesting one, but now I'm going to go Newcastle. Yeah, I think they'll go hell for leather on that one. Yes, uh, Champions League winner. This is where we we um, test if you've actually lost the plot. If you're going to pick Arsenal to do the the domestic double and the Champions League, look at that smile. That means you've thought about it. Have you done it? I mean, it really depends on what happens with Mbappe, right? You've got Real Madrid down. 
And I can see the logic why some people have gone for Real Madrid. But if they haven't got Mbappe, for me, it's got to be Arsenal. I think we're going to smack Bayern Munich. We're going to get our revenge. We've already embarrassed them in the transfer window. They've gone in for Timber. We've got him. They've gone in for Havertz. We've got him. They went in for Rice. We got him. They were also trying to compete with us uh, for Raya. And it looks like we're going to get him. I think this is it. We're going to ding them 5-1 at the Allianz. Going to bring them back to the Emirates. We're going to, going to waste time and yeah, and we'll have no doubt the English fans singing "It's Coming Home" just like they sing to us in perfect uh, English. <laughs> and then it'll be us in Madrid in the final. And yeah, it really depends what's happening with Mbappe. But if, if he's not there, for me, it's got to be Arsenal. Oh, love it. Um, so a player playing in the Premier League, top goal scorer, but all competitions, including Europe. Who are you picking? Everyone's gone Haaland apart from one has gone Martinelli, one Erdegaard, one Rashford and Nkunku from a, a blocker. But you know what blockers are like there. They're often... Rashford's an interesting one. I think, you know, I, I think it's got to be Haaland. I can't see it being otherwise, unfortunately. Yeah, very true. Um, the championship, do, do you care about that? Will you be watching any of it next season? Because it is a very uh, competitive league. Yeah, so funny enough, my best friend, well, one of my best friends is a big Borough man. Um, and he's kind of infiltrated, as I can see, a few people have gone for Borough. Mm. Obviously, Michael Carrick last year was pretty transformational. You know, when he took over, was it like October, November? And I think, you know, with... Uh, he hasn't really done much in the transfer window. They bought some keeper for a couple of million. I think their biggest issue is going to be, can they keep hold of Chuba Chuba mm. And whether or not there's a bit of a contract saga there. I saw like some sports Twitter account tweeted out the other day that he was being um, uh, very difficult and trying to get more money than Borough can afford. And he kind of like responded to it just like with a one word denial which for me means he's definitely trying to get more money than they can afford. But yeah, I think Carrick has brought like, so I watched a few of their games last season, like pretty decent football, but you know, they have always played well. No, they go through cycles, right? Under Tony Mowbray, they used to play some pretty good football and then they really fell off a cliff with, um, with a, who, who was the ex Sheffield United guy. But like, I think, you know, they, they, they look solid that said, obviously, you know, the team's coming down. I think Leicester have spent like 20 million of some of the money they've made. Leeds and Southampton, by and large, so are pretty good squads. But they're they're still in that transition. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go for Middlesbrough. Why not? Okie dokie. Now, the fun part who's going to be the first uh, Premier League manager to be fired? Moyes, for sure. <laughs> I saw an amazing Go story today that apparently. They're struggling to find players and they've like put out West Ham. With, you, know, you know that guy, West Ham Central, who like everyone was on his coattails during the old Declan Rice saga. And we we're waiting for him, you know, we were waiting with like on tenterhooks for him to put an update on when. Um, the insider. Yeah. And, and apparently he put today that like West Ham have actually advertised the fact that they want to buy players in like six or seven positions on some blog or something, some transfer blog. Like West Ham, a fit like obviously the Dildo brothers don't know what they're doing again. But, and then and like someone responded and they were like, Yeah, El Neni, Laconga, Tavares, like turn and like literally filled every position. But um obviously, you know, it wouldn't be a bad thing if they went and bought Balogun. So, you know, they're probably gonna they've got obviously, you know, some pretty good payments, as we know they're they're pretty chuffed with, right? And they've got money to spend, so we cancel a few players to them. The Moyes is going to be under pressure to bring players in this window, right? They 
Mm. Otherwise, they, they spent so much time haggling with us over the payments. They've lost out on Harvey Barnes. You know, they're they're putting in gimmick bids for for Maguire. You know, I'm not Maguire's biggest 20 fan. Million. Twenty million, right? And yeah. after all the nonsense that they were chatting about the embarrassing bids we were putting in for Declan Rice, you just got to think. You know, I think yeah, they they've generated so much money. There's going to be a bit more expectation as well because obviously. It's a it's a double edged sword when you win that European Coca Cola Cup, right? Because you know, <laughs> they've had a relegation battle, which kind of brings everybody's expectations down. But then they've gone and won some random no mark competitions. Now everybody in West Ham thinks they're like the biggest club in London because they've won some European trophy that we've never won. And apparently they all think they're going to be top four. And so I think that the expectations are now so inflated. And the reality is they've had such a terrible window. They've lost their best player who basically, you know, Rice carried them last season in that second half of the season. I think he's I think it's got disaster written all written all over it. And plus the trend at the moment is to play for young, um, fresh, enthusiastic young managers with new tactics and new ideas. And he's a dinosaur. And he's a dinosaur that hasn't really done much in the game. And it's not really going to encourage any young players to go, I want to go and play for him. They want to play for the likes of Pep or, or Arteta. Or, or some of those other ones around the league that are, that are yeah. doing really good stuff. So, yeah, I yeah. see that. I mean, I, um, I went for Postacoglu at Spurs just because I hate them. We've only had one person go for for um, Potocino, and that was uh, Gav, because Gav's just still bitter about the 1980s. So I did um, think Pochettino, but even Chelsea can't be that mad. As you see today, apparently, I saw some news that Chelsea have gone back to, uh, so you know, they're owned by a hedge fund or private equity firm called Clearwater. Apparently, they've gone back to them saying they need additional and more financial resources this window than they're being given. And you're just mm-hmm. like, I mean, I'll, probably maybe they're going to try and put in a bid for Mbappe, who knows. But, um, but yeah, no, it's going to be, I think next season, I'm super pumped for it. I think last season came a little bit out of nowhere in the sense that, you know, we were really deflated when we finished fifth. Um, you know, a couple of seasons ago and it all fell apart and Newcastle and Spurs away and we came so close and going into last season, obviously that pre-season was really good, but, you know, the first 10 games, we were like, wow, we're top of the league and it's, you know, it, it was a real shock, whereas now I think we've set a bit of a benchmark for ourselves and, but it's risen the expectation, not just, you know, from the fans and the pundits and the media, but actually the players themselves, I think they believe in themselves that like, this is where we belong to be, right? And I think our tetas really created that mentality. I think driving out some of not just the deadwood that we had, but the deadwood attitude that we had in the club, you know, players who were happy to come in and coast on their 100K salaries or 350K salaries in some Mm -hmm. cases and really, you know, not care whether or not they succeed. Whereas now he's got a younger team, a hungrier team who genuinely believe in themselves. And there was a great quote coming back to the Aaron Ramsdale, um, uh, which again, please go away and read the article when he said, you know, uh, he said he he was arguing with Arteta, not arguing, but he was debating with Arteta in training because Arteta was saying, come for, for, play further forward, play further forward, play further, higher up the pitch, more aggressive. And he was like saying to Arteta, I'm basically playing on like the halfway line. Like what what, what do you want? And so Arteta <laughs> started showing him some videos of what he'd like expected, you know, showing him videos of goalkeepers. And Ramsdale said he was showing him videos of vintage Barcelona saying, this is what I want. And he's like, shit, boss, you want us to be vintage Barcelona? And he's like, yeah, that's what I want. So, uh, <laughs> it's like, 
But you know, the players buy into it, the fans buy into it. I think we've set a benchmark for ourselves, but it's not just, you know, it's it's genuinely that's he's brought us up a level and, and, and it's good. And I think sure if we don't win the league, we'll be there or thereabouts. Liverpool obviously looking much better, I'm sure Chelsea will be, but you've got to you've got to back yourself in these situations. You do, and it is gonna it's the most excited I've been for a new season since the season after the Invincibles, and that says quite a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. So who did you go for for the Champions League? Um, Arsenal, because oh, off my trolley. I put Arsenal for the Premier League and the Champions League, Newcastle, FA Cup, Villa, League Cup. You didn't put us down for the FA Cup? Where's your belief? Uh, my belief is 64 games next season to win every single trophy. Uh, it's going to be... Uh, a lot of it depends on our draw in the Champions League group stages. And yeah. how... Because um, we know that European teams are all now skinned. None of them have got any money. And oh, so. you look at that Barcelona side we played in the pre-season friendly after that team were free transfers. The days yeah. where Barcelona's first team is littered with 80, 90, 100 million pound players on world stars. They're gone. They haven't got the money. And uh, one of their big fam, uh, sponsors just pulled out. And that's going to be even more money they don't have. And they are they are absolutely knackered. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's great to see. And there's only a certain amount. I mean, you've talked so many times over the last decade about how Real Madrid and Barcelona are funded by the government and buying the training ground and dodgy long-term deals and bank loans that go on and on because they are um, an, a national institution, those two clubs, where they get the kind of financial backing from the banks that we would never get in this country because it wouldn't be allowed. But fin- no. financial sh- shenanigans going on over there to keep getting away with it and getting away with it. We've seen uh, Serie A have been bankrupt for years. They don't have any money. Well, and that's no right. other leagues. The the quality in that semi final between AC Milan and Inter Milan was. And, you know, oh, I, mean, I love Italian football and I love Italian culture. Yeah, Inter Milan's my side. And it was, was just, painful. Exactly, and yeah, obviously Inter did well getting to the final, but. I would back Arsenal to take on any Italian team in a final. Yeah. Um, on on a one-off game, I'd back Arsenal against pretty much any team at the moment. I mean, obviously Bayern are going to be strong. Obviously, you know PSG. There's going to be a lot of disruption. What happens with Mbappe? Right? And yeah, they've got players in another. I think Ugarte would be a good signer for them. Real Madrid losing Benzema is huge, right? And it, it, they go it, fundamentally. That is huge. Um, to their game because even if they bring in Mbappe Mbappe's a different player to, to Benzema Benzema was really the fulcrum of that attack and everything they built was around him and the way he brought other players in he, he kind of had that knack of being able to be able to bring in everyone around him and drop deeper a little bit like not false nine obviously but drop deep to bring people in but he was still like the centre he was the out and out number nine so I think that's massive Yes, I think obviously clearly they're better than Arsenal, and you know over the course of if they played each other, you know ten times, Real Madrid would would come out tops. But I think we've got sufficient quality. But the, the, as you said, it's literally how we turn up on on the night, and 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 we do because we haven't been in the Champions League for so long. We probably lack a little bit of that mentality and that experience, you know, playing in some of those European games. That you know the the style is a little bit different, as we know, right? So, but listen, I've got huge amounts of confidence when I was going into next season and I'm sure I'll look completely stupid when you do your season wrap up and rewind <laughs> and you go back and actually it turned out that some you know some blogger was completely right but um but yeah no I think we should be we should be confident 
if things if things don't go right for us next season, I just expect you to pay a lawyer to have all of that black pen redacted, like in some kind of a UFO re- reveal documents that that we're always seeing where everything's all nicely redacted and there are five feet. Oh, he hasn't predicted anything. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there you go. Anyway, it's lovely to have you back on again. So we've done 35 minutes. I think we could have done another hour easily if we'd have talked about upcoming stuff and, and more players and tactics and things like that. So what you're going to have to do, Mr. Fifey, is come back sometime in the season and, and have a chat with us during a proper podcast. What do you reckon? Well, now that I'm uh, a father and have fatherly responsibilities, my uh, my Thursday drinking has been curtailed. So I'll be uh, <laughs> more than delighted to get a couple of hours into the spare room and away from... Um, all the shenanigans inside the house. So yeah, mm. I, would, uh, I very much accept your cordial invite, uh, Mr. Mr. Sweetman. Um, and also thank you to the, all the guests. I, I had no idea there were so many committed, dedicated, lovely guests here on a Friday afternoon in London. So thanks for dialing in, everybody. And um, yeah, I'll see you guys soon later on in the season. Right, you stay there. I'm going to do the end of the um, end of the show outro, and you'll be able to hear Steve and Dave talking because I made an outro with those in it. So, people, we will be back. Um, uh, if I help, if I got the thing up, wouldn't it? Because I don't know who's up next. The next one is going to be. Oh, no, that's the wrong one. That's yesterday's ones. I had to cancel. Talking of uh, ABW royalty legend, it's only Mr. FK coming up at five o'clock. That's going to be a. That's going to be a good one. Oh, so. Wave goodbye to the boys and girls, Mr. Fifey, and I will play the outro. Say hi to FK for me. I will. Are we live? There we are. Hello and welcome to a Bird Camp Wonderland, the home of uh, Google Spreadsheets at the moment, because that's all I can really be bothered to do. With me this afternoon to tantalise, to tickle and to moisturise. I hadn't planned that. I don't know. Most of those aren't even true. It's it's another ABW legend. It's uh, Mr. FK, live from Japan. How you doing, Mr. Fakakanaj? <laughs> I'm good, man. It's great to hear from you, Danny. And it, I love the intro from yeah. Japan. Like, every time I don't expect it, every time I love it. How are you? First, I'm, I'm very good. I remember the first time I ever heard of you is when you had that, um, is the, the game against Reading in the League Cup. I think it was 7-5. We won it. You put a video up and I went, oh, let's get this bloke on. I think he might be Japanese because because uh, of that name. I didn't even realise it's carnage with your initials. Oh, dear. So uh, that's that, uh, boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs, is where the fucker come from because uh, I do like a bit of Japan stuff. So here we are. How have you been? You've been busy um, um, consumerising, haven't you? Yeah, I've been good, mate. I've had a really good week at work. I've just started watching a new um, series on net on uh, Apple called Hijack with Idris Elba. Unbelievable. What episode um, are you up to? Oh, it's, it's so good, mate. I binged five episodes last night. I went to bed at 3 a.m. and had to roll roll down to my desk this morning. I'm, but yeah, consumerism. I'm up went to down to the shop. You go, go and say that again. I'm up to the fifth episode now. It's rubbish. Absolutely. I've just, I've literally just finished the fifth episode. Nonsense. It's so much don't, rubbish. Don't. First of all, that, that Welsh no woman is an elbow in the chops. Wait, no, no okay. one is going to fire a gun on a bloody plane. So far, they fired, what, five shots? Yeah, but don't spoil it. Just people might watch it. Um, well, but yeah, they listen. opened a window and fired out the window. <laughs> but, it is, <laughs> but it is good. It's gripping. It's gripping. Um, what else have I been up to? That's it, really, mate. Yeah, popped down to the old uh, shop, picked up a PS5. Yeah. Uh, Going to start doing some weird and interesting content on the old uh, latte firm. But otherwise, mate, I am good. Life is treating me well. And how about you, sir? Yeah, I'm very good. I've got a can of Monster Zero, which I'll regret later when I get that. I've never that. had a Monster Zero in my life. 
This is a very are they, nice one. Are they tasty? Are they? Yes. Do you need it for the for the taurine or the caffeine or whatever? I don't, I just got. I don't know. It's got this has got um, L-carterine in it. No, I just have it because it's got caffeine in it, and uh, okay, I haven't okay. had anything to eat today other than uh, a day old uh, McDonald's that I found in the fridge. But uh, that was quite nice. It's actually nicer Lovely. when it was uh, a day old than it was when it arrived yesterday. I had two of them. They're only small um, triple. What, what, what's your What's your order at McDonald's, mate? What's it your standard? Is, a triple cheeseburger with extra mustard, and extra tomato sauce, no pickle, no gherkin, and no onions mm-hmm. because uh, it's it's a it's a glutinous mess, and I get chips, and that's it. That's How it. About you, I bet you you've got Big Mac written all over you. Oh mate, oh yeah, the Big Daddy has to go for the Big Mac. Although the Big Tasty is some burger, um, but yeah, typically it will be a a large Big Mac meal with uh, some chips, and obviously, actually, I normally get a bottle of water. And then I get chicken nuggets on the side, mate. You need a you need a few nugs. You need a few nugs. nugs. Sweet curry sauce, barbecue sauce. Ooh yeah. I, if I get a meal, I get a coffee. Or if I'm out in the van and we're doing something, I'll get an orange juice. But I don't have milkshakes because there's two hundred percent sugar. And it's, yeah, no, uh, water, it's water for me. Good. Water for me. Oh, there you go, BX Gunner. Quarter pounder with cheese and bacon. The quarter pounder is an elite burger. That's what I used to get, but it's because I don't eat the top um, slice of bread the top part of the roll because it's just mainly sugar isn't it there bread so i take the top one off and often i put it in the bin and i have a look at it the next day and it is rock hard scary scary <laughs> scary indeed have scary you just indeed. get just anybody buy a mcdonald's and leave it on your table the cats the birds the insects no one will touch it and a week later it won't look any different have you seen really? it have you tried that there's, no, there was an not. exhibition, art exhibition in, in America, and they had a McDonald's with the chips and and the burger, and they put it in a in a, a big a perspex cage, um, cut a case, and left it for ten years, and it didn't even rot. Yeah, I heard something about some sort of time capsule where the, the yeah the burger and the fries looked exactly the same. But listen, if there's a bit if there's an uneaten McDonald's in front of me, that's I'm remotely fresh, wrong. <laughs> I'm munching it. I'm munching it. Anyway, oh, uh, nice to chat, man. Nice to chat. Yeah, so, what's going yeah. on? What's talk to me? Talk to me. What, what, what we're going to do is we are going to get this up and share the screen and bring up the predictions screen. And then, um, do you know you can put people down the bottom like that? I had no idea. <gasps> oh my! This is a, a game changer. What did you press? What we did you press? And do that. Just um, it's, this was the three. There used to be six buttons down the bottom. There's now eight. So normally it's here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's really the one next to it, and it's there. Ooh, that is a game changer. Thank Smooth. you very much, Danny. See, I'm, you learn something new every day. I, I don't know when they added it, but I'm I, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> what we do, we uh, first of all, we confirm that your name is uh, FK and your Twitter is FKHANAGE, that you have somewhere, that tattooed somewhere on your body or in your passport. Good. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much. You, it is at, the, at L-A-T-T-E-F-I-R-M. And then you have it on your Twitter on there, hashtag, in, in brackets, ABW Legend. Do you have that on there or are you just uh, thinking about I, I'm it? I'm going to. I've just been verified, actually. <laughs> I need to whack it on there. But you, yeah, uh, are you going to? I know, mate. I bought it. I bought it. I bought it on both because um, there's DM limits. I hate seeing adverts. And actually, with Latte Firm, it kind of helps with the recognition. Yeah. Like I've noticed that you, I, I, like the, the interactions have been so much more than before. So, yeah. So, yeah. Loki, what are you doing? You haven't eaten McDee's this century. Like he's, he's posh. Come on, man. There's got to be a morning where you just wake up and think, I want nothing more than a greasy <laughs> filling 
like dirty Mackie D's. Come I, on. I think come two, on. two of the descriptions there is why he probably hasn't. I don't like any of True, them. true, true, true. And right, there's always a little sure. fries left at the bottom of the brown bag when you just reach your hand in like, oh yeah, cheeky little bonus fry. Right, Love too. that. Just Love that. Go and get whatever Uncle Ben's rice is called. Get the Mexican Uncle Ben's rice, get a tin of tuna, drain all the oil out of it, and then cook some bacon, chop it all up and mix it on and eat it out of a bowl. Mmm, tasty. Really? Okay. Tasty. Okay. Tuna and bacon. Yes. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. It is. There's plenty of protein. That's a good thing about that. <laughs> um, yes. So uh, what we were talking do- about getting it. I have a little game on Twitter. Get rid. Of, I have blocked two and a half thousand adverts. It says, it says ad. I block the company. Over two and a half thousand. I've blocked on Twitter at the moment. It's a game. I, I go see, looking for them. I will see you and raise you, my friend. I've blocked well over three thousand accounts because I do exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> and the little buggers still come they, out they, i have a look at them some of them have uh, paid for verification they've paid for adverts and they've got something like six followers i feel like tweeting them and go what why are you wasting oh, money no yeah. one's even going to see this i don't know but bless them okay we're not here to talk about the wonders that is uh mr musk and also we need to get mr musk uh, i've tweeted him make the twitter ads longer for god's sake because they're too short mm. it is he needs to I do am. that Right, so first thing I need to know from you, Squire, is who do you think is going to win the Premier League and why? Up until the day before yesterday, I was going to be brave and bold and say Arsenal, Danny. But Gabriel Jesus' injury has really rocked me. And Mm. actually just thinking about pre-season and how some teams have found it very easy to bypass us in midfield is a little bit worrying. So I'm going to go with Manchester City. It is a little Look, bit worrying, that midfield, isn't it? It's mate, well, it's early, it's early days. It, Danny, it's early days. They need to gel. Rice is going to need a few weeks. You know, you had, you had a long, you had a long um, season with West Ham, of course. You know, people have to remember that. Sorry, boy, Tendio. Sorry, <laughs> mate, City. Um, it's going to be Man City because they have the, the pedigree, Five leagues in six years. They've just bought Guardiol. There, I reckon they've got a big signing up their sleeve. Oh, they're working on something. Yeah, they're doing something. They're doing some sort of madness. He's he's having a big clear out. His old Pep, um, and I just think they they're just they're just too good, you know. And 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 yeah, I think they're going to edge it again. So Manchester City, he says, through gritted teeth, Danny. Uh, it is. Um, if not any everybody has gone over Arsenal or Man City, and if 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 you had to put a gun to people's head, they would all say Man City. But yeah, I asked. I, 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 w- I would say in closing on this point, those two teams, top two, country mile, no one's coming close. We are the best that, two teams in England. That has answered my next question. Then where will Arsenal finish? You're going second. First, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Second. It's going to be, going it's going to be a tie. They're going to have to have <laughs> an American NASL type shootout from the halfway line. Imagine that. Imagine yeah, that crossbar challenge, headers and volleys. That's it. Have that. Just like the, the the MLS pre that game that we did. Just have to do that to sort out who's going to win the title. Oh, that would get views, wouldn't it? <laughs> Five hours of that nonsense of people not being able to put a ball through a, a tyre to win the title. <laughs> Good God. Uh, Arsenal top goal scorer. Where are you going with that? Do you know, I see everyone's gone for Saka and I was thinking Saka. And I wouldn't have put Jesus, but, you know, I'm going to go slightly against the grain. i go Gabby Martinelli. I think he's going to have an electric season this year. Mm-hmm. And I think I um, I think everyone's expecting Saka to get the ball a lot more. And I think um, they're going to try their best to try and keep him down. I think Martinelli's going to get a lot of space on that left-hand side, especially with Havertz in that left eight. So, yeah, let's go Gabby Martinelli. Big season for the young boy. 
Boy yeah. Tendio, don't we all? Once we all want to win the league. We all want to win the league so badly. Um, Martinelli, so far, um, Suburban Guna, Chris, who I know you know, and you Mike McDonald, who you also know. But um, yeah. a very select group there of, mm. um, of hipsters have gone for Martinelli. It'd be lovely to football, see him. Football knowledge, I believe that's called, uh, Daniel, football knowledge. <laughs> he has got the, he has got everything to be the new next Ronaldo, but unfortunately, I don't think that's going to be at Arsenal. He is going to be the first one of Arteta's babes to leave for Spain for 200 million or something crazy. Real Madrid. Four, three or four don't, years, it'll be don't, gone. Don't. <laughs> so um, now a bit of fun. Where Spurs going to finish? No one has put them higher than seventh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I hope they they get relegated and they finish or, or they finish <laughs> bottom half of the table. I mean, um, yeah, I reckon seventh, eighth, probably. Um, let's go. Are eight. you going to have a caveat? Let's go. Eight. No, no caveat. They're, they're no? just garbage. And Costa Coglu <laughs> doesn't strike me as anything interesting. Harry Kane hopefully will fuck off. And um, <laughs> and then they're just going to fall apart. So I yeah, can't wait to see it. They've just bought some geezer, Van de Ven, for like 50 million, whatever. They've been taken to the cleaners there, Danny. So, uh, yeah, hopefully they, they crash and burn. Eighth place for me, at best. It will be hilarious. Have you seen that video? I think it's done by some West Ham fans and uh, they're, they're both wearing Spurs shirts and they're walking around trophy hunting. Have you seen it? Uh, no, but I will oh, give it a whirl. Oh my God, I'm going to have to. I will give to, it a whirl. I'm going to share this. I'm going to share this with you and I'm going to share it with the boys and girls here because it is it is one of the funniest, absolute, magnificent videos I have ever seen. So how do I, I'm going to play it and then pause it and make it full screen. Uh, I can't make it full screen, can I? Um, right, so I need to go here, and then I'm going to stop. Uh, Travis, we're going to be a little bit late with your one. You're in. You're up next, but but this is top quality, right? Present, and then share screen, and then where is it? It is here, right? Now, did I pick share audio? That's the question. I'm going to stop this, and then I'm going to start it again because I always forget to click share audio. Uh, share screen. Oh, share all the tab I did have it up. See, I am organised. Go here, and then I'm going to play it. Can you see that? I can see it and hear it. The last time we actually caught anything. The prestigious 2018 Audi Cup. Oh, what's that? Oh, runners up, medal. Yeah. Shame Harry Kane's in the Nah, he's going nowhere, mate. Fine, or after him. What, and you think Bayern are a big club in Spurs? <laughs> are you deluded? I need to talk to me. Trust me, he's going nowhere. Yeah, but the bad things are Trust at Spurs me, he's at going nowhere. Yeah, but Bayern are a much I've kidnapped him. I've kidnapped him. Yeah, get on this. Hello, Dylan. Uh, can you let me go, please? Because I've got to get to Germany. I appreciate you leaving me some water, uh, but I can't drink it because uh, you don't seem to have any cups. Oh, what? <laughs> Just take the fucking piece. <laughs> Nearly done. Oh, it's getting a bit dark now. A bit cooler today. Hello, lads. You all right? Oh, Trevor, what are you doing here? Just been out trophy hunting. Bagged myself a European trophy. Well done, mate. Anyway, got to go. I'm off to Nolsey's house to celebrate. See you later. Bowen's on fire. And he's shagging Dan Come on. <laughs> but keep on looking. I thought you said we were going on. Shut up. Fucking West Ham. Oh, dear. They must be giving these trophies away now. Even if they were giving trophies away, they still couldn't get one, could they? <laughs> that is, that is a, an absolute what a thing. Club. 
of of beauty that is and, uh, and then uh, Spurs fans are in the the chat for that in the the, the comments arguing with them and then because <laughs> they don't like it up them anyway <laughs> there we go let's get back to this so uh, FA Cup winner what are you going with that I really want to say Arsenal um no I'm going to go Arsenal I want to say yeah. Arsenal I think last year we went to the Etihad um obviously mixed it up a lot because we we needed to rest some players and the squad just wasn't quite right. But I think this year, if we don't play City away in the third round, then I think we'll be fine. Yeah, let's go Arsenal. Come on, you Reds. Are we going to emulate 93-94 and are you going to pick us to do a league and, a league and FA Cup? Uh, no. no, no. I, I think <laughs> um, I, I fancy Man City to win this again. They've not won it last yeah. year. They won it like, you know, five years in a row before That's that. It. They're going to they're gonna get their trophy back. Now, this or is the Newcastle, test. but City. Yeah, go on. This is the test of whether you've lost your lost your mind. Who's going to go for the Champions League? Um, I've gone Arsenal. Quite a few people. I think even Gav did Gav go Arsenal. I think he did. Or Real Madrid. What are you going to go for? This is the test. He's thinking. I cannot. <laughs> he wants cannot... to say Arsenal, and he's, he's brainstorming. I, I really, heart that I he's really want to say Arsenal, but it's not. It's not me. <laughs> I cannot go for another English club, so I'm I'm just going to sit on the fence and go Real Madrid. Oh. It's the most boring, boring option. It is. I mean, the German teams are garbage. Um, Italian teams are shite. English clubs, I mean, look, I, do you know what? Man, I, no one's retained it. No one's ever gone back-to-back Champions Leagues. Maybe. Apart from Real Madrid, maybe City will do it. I don't. I, uh, no, I don't, I don't even want to consider City. Let's go. Let's go Real Madrid. Yeah, it's the easy way yeah, out. It on, is. FA Cup yeah. is the only one. There you go. Good. That'll do them. Um, top goal scorer from who plays in the Premier League, but Harland, 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 Harland. Easy. Have a little laugh at what other people have got. Um, yeah. Erdegaard. Erdegaard. Who's that? Bring me his head. Go, go uh, left. Who, who, who is that? The guard one was a uh, French gunner who does a lot of stuff with Tom. You know him, come don't on, you? Come on, Frenchie. What yeah. are you doing? He right, said that who, who else, who else his lot for that was Saka's going to miss another penalty, then have penalties taken off of him. Plus, uh, Rice is going to give Erdegaard the freedom to get forward and, and score more goals. Yeah, I, I, can tell you now, I can tell you now he's not going to score more than Haaland. Mike. Mike McDonald went full hipster on that one. Okay, what other shouts are there? Let's just go back to that. And the, Martinelli was by, That's not a bad shout. By not a bad Chris, shout. Another blogger. You, did, you know they love to do their, their hipsterish stuff. Mm. And then was um, Glenn from New York because of their Europa League run and they'll be smashing teams every week in there. Okay. But one thing that um, uh, Mike McDonald did say, I don't know if you've ever got him on, he reckons... We're going to have Raya on the bench plus one other goalkeeper. And then when we need to get long balls from goalkeepers up to our attacking um, our attackers, we might see a tactical goalkeeper substitution in Premier League games by Arteta. Now, what, how about that for a shout? It's, it's, a, it's a shout. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I think both of our goalkeepers are, well, both, he says. Assuming we get Raya over the line, I think they're both very good ball-playing goalkeepers. I, I can't imagine a change. Um, if anything, Dan, we would yeah. have seen Matty Turner coming for penalty shootouts, but we didn't. So there we are. We didn't, indeed. So I think it's good business with uh, twenty million pound for a player goalie like that. I mean, he's mm-hmm. worth forty million all day long, isn't he? Easily. Have you done that? Have you done a bit on that? 
Well, not yet. I've got um, I've got John Harrison, the goalkeeping expert, coming to chat to me next week about it. But I think with he, he's got a year to go on his contract, and yeah. I think it's a ludicrous amount of money for someone who is obviously not even number one at Brentford anymore because they've, they've brought a new goalkeeper. I think it's going to be 15, 20 mil tops yeah. if we get it done. But yeah, I'll be honest with you, Danny. I'd rather see that money spent elsewhere. So you might need to. There's plenty yeah, so of we shall uh, see. there's plenty of uh, goal poachers that we could do with to to come in because Eddie is never going to do it. Trossard, that isn't his real expertise, is yeah. it? We've got plenty yeah. that could play yeah. there, but no one who is going to come in, play the six or eight weeks that he's out for, and then get half a dozen goals in that length of time. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's there's plenty out there if they want them. Um, Giroud might be on a free. He could do a job. <laughs> He'd like that. You love Giroud. <laughs> I, I do like him. And I was sad to see him go because I thought he would be useful to have in the squad. And I think we have missed him actually, to be really yeah. honest with you, because Lacazette and Aubameyang could have replaced. dealt with. Yeah, but nah, nah he, he's too too, too, too late now. Uh, how about championship winner? What are you going for that? I'm going to go with the Borough because of a girl that I once um, uh, courted. Uh, from, from the, from the northeast. Use of words there. And she was, see. she was, <laughs> she was a big borough fan, big big borough fan. And you know yeah. what? Uh, it'd be great to uh, to see the borough back in the old uh, in the old Premier League. I can't. I mean, Leicester City because of 2015-16. Nah, not for yeah. me. Leeds, Leeds. You got to love Leeds, but um, <laughs> nah, just I don't want Leeds. I just, oh, yeah, get Middlesbrough back in the Premier League. Why not? And do you know what? They're, they're doing good things. They're yeah. doing good things. They got you know nice way of playing. Chubrakpom as well. Is he still there? Chubrakpom. Yep. Yeah. Apparently there's been some sort of contract rift, but yeah, Middlesbrough, middle, yeah. they're, they're on a bit of a roll. So yeah, for, um, for Ali. Yeah. Um, Good. Go on, Ali. Get 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 back up in the Premier League with, with Borough. Ali's the girl, by the way. Yeah, uh, I think we kind of guessed that. Looking at you, you're too smooth. <laughs> and uh, that, I'm, first... I'm amazed I remember all the names. <laughs> well, so there's many. a lot. I did, I did suggest at one point during a pod many years ago that maybe you should just start numbering them. It's a lot easier to remember. <laughs> <laughs> they get a little card oh, with best wishes FK and the number on. Oh, anyway, dear. let's leave that alone. Uh, first Premier League manager to be fired. I think it's, uh, sadly, I think it's going to be Moisey. I think after last season and the high of winning that European trophy, and after, you know, they, they, it looks like they've fumbled the bag with Declan Rice's money. Um, not really seeming to do anything with any sort of signings. Um, yeah, I think he's in trouble. I think he's in trouble. I think it's just going to get to a stage where it becomes all a bit too toxic. And Moisey will, Moise will go. Having a quick look at that lot, now that we've got you are person number 20, um, anything at that lot that you... Uh, We've had a, a Villa fan, we've had a Leeds fan, hopefully I'm going to get a Sheffield United fan on, I've got an Everton fan coming on. Well, Costa Coglu would be unbelievably hilarious. Um, <laughs> He's very spursy. Yeah, I think, uh, do you know what, Eddie Howe, because of the all or nothing stuff, um, I do think, and I, I, I still believe to this day, even though he had a great season last year, I think the, I think the owners are going to want a big profile manager at mm. some point. They didn't and, expect it. He's done. Yeah, and and I reckon they'll. It might be for the television, might be for all or nothing. If they get a chance, I can see Newcastle parting company with him just to go out and get the man that they want, whoever that might be. So, yeah, maybe maybe like a you know real curveball, Eddie Howe, but it's got to be Moisey, uh, the chief at, at Wolves, La Betuigi, uh, maybe. Uh, I can't see the Luton guy going because he's done such a great job to get him up. Um, Dish, now nah, I think he's Sean Dyche. Dish, I think he's there. Hotch would be funny. 
But now nah, it's got he's got to be Moisey. Got to be Moisey. Is Lampard managing anyone? Because he, he would be <laughs> he would be my favourite to go wherever he Lamp- is. Lampard is nursing what's left of his career by going. It wasn't my fault and doing interviews and and he's got his career and it's on life support at the moment because uh, even he. I mean, if Lampard can't get a job managing a Saudi Arabian team, then you know there's. Uh, I mean, there if Gerard is now the fifth highest managed paid manager in the world. There you go. That is absolute. I think I think the kids call it scenes or limbs. It's one of those two things. I'm not sure which. Uh, right, I think that's it. Um, tell the boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs at home about your wonderful podcast and any stuff that you've got coming up and tease them with it. Uh, wow. Um, so Latte Firm, in case you've been asleep, uh, I've been tweeting about it all for the last sort of year and a half, is the place for post-match phone-ins on a match day, in case you're interested. So Spotify and Apple will have those up. Uh, there is a YouTube channel on a Sunday night. We do a late night latte, which is a roundup of the weekend. And just today, just today, I did a coffee with Alan Smith, uh, the Alan Smith. Um, so if you've got 25 minutes to spare, check that out because he talks about preseason, talks about the battle for number nine. You know, Gabby Jesus is out. Who's going to come in and take that sort of role? We talked about the Ramsdale article in the Players' Tribune because that was amazing. Um, and uh, what else do we talk about? Yeah, just the season ahead. So if you scroll down, hopefully, Dan, you should be able to see. Or if you click on live, yeah, it should be there. Um, I don't know why the videos are in that order, but there you go. There you he is, Alan it. Smith. It's very annoying. Yeah, Adrian, uh, Alan Smith is there. Adrian Clark, he, he had a chat with me on Tuesday. Um, but Alan Smith is our what a standout guy. And Copenhagen, 94. I mean, what a memory for certainly me. I was a little boy and, uh, you know, watching it with Brian Moore in the commentator's box. You must remember Brian Moore, Danny, the legend certainly that he was. Um, it was just, a, it was wonderful, wonderful chat. So yeah, there's a, there's a few coffee with chats on there. There's a few, uh, post-match quick reaction videos on there, which I'm going to do throughout the season. But I think the, the one that people love is, is the post-match phone-ins on Twitter. So, uh, they will be, uh, continuing. Thank you, you. Had any cheeky monkeys trying to say anything they shouldn't be saying doing those shows because I've, I've, I've thought about doing them and I thought, oh, I don't know if I can cope with them. I, I, mean, I work really hard, Danny, to control it. So it's not it's not like just a war. You know, you, I, I, there's lots of spaces where people just, yeah, there's 30 people talking to each other and it's just, it's you know, it's chaos. For me, it's me, it's Gav who hosts with me uh, and a chap called Wayne. And we, it's basically one caller at a time. And it's very, very sort of sensible. You know, you've got about a minute or two to say whatever you want and fire over quick questions over onto the next caller, onto the next caller. So it's normally about an hour, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, and we get through maybe 15, 20 callers a show. Yes. Um, decent format. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening. Gav usually sends me a little, oi, I'm on. And then I come and have a little <laughs> listen. Sometimes you see me pop up. But I'm currently swapping browsers at the moment. So I've moved everything from Chrome over to Brave and still okay. got stuff to update and log well, into. Well, next and- time. If I spot your your profile, I'm going to ask you to speak because you should come on and, and speak about it. Yeah, and I, I listen. That's if I can be able to get my phone out and then I, I listen to it on that way. But have you you tried um, uh, WhatsApp on, as a browser as a um, a the desktop version of WhatsApp? No, never. Very, done. It's only on my phone. Is it good? Yeah, it's very okay. very good. Everything's all there at once. You can see when people want you. So at the moment, I've got two WhatsApp messages waiting, which is lovely. Interesting. I might yeah. give it a whirl. Well, thank you very much, Danny. It's very, very good. And try Brave as well, because it's so much better than all the other ones. And they don't spy okay. on you as well. Okay. Mm. I will give it a whirl. Well, it's been lovely to have you on. Um, people, we will be back in about five minutes. It's going to be me and what this, this young man, Travis, from the US of A in LA, 
Travis is going to come on. He's going to have wise, beardy words for us. <laughs> I can actually make sure that it is him because you know me. I'm a. Da, 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 da. It is. It's Travis. Travis is on next. So that'd be in about five minutes, people. So FK, it's uh, it's always lovely having a little chat with you. You're a lovely human being, and you've got a wonderful podcast, you. and you're, you're quite the knowledgeable young man. That's very kind of you. Uh, I thought you were talking about somebody else there, Danny, but I will take it. I will take it. My best wishes to you, my man. Enjoy the new season. Yeah. Come on, join me on the spaces. And yeah. if you want to come on the channel for a late night latte. Know, but you know what it's like when you are running your own channel. and uh, I, I know, I know, but the invite is there. It. it is an open invite. Whenever you want, you just give me a week's notice and I'll get you on. You are a lovely, lovely man. And uh, also you are an ABW legend. Thank you. That gets Thank you, you. Any, that gets you a one percent discount at, at shewar.com. <laughs> I'll take that because Gav is so bloody tight with his discounts. Uh, but yeah, it's, I'll take it's that. ridiculous. I'll take that. Right. Uh, all we do now is uh, you say goodbye to the boys and girls, give them a little wave, and I'll do the outro. <laughs> Hello and welcome to yet another ABW prediction show this is a prediction show 21 and i asked you wonderful listeners viewers and people doing neither if you liked it and i've had one person tweet me and say they loved it so uh, if, if you do if you get involved with this you could just let me know maybe i'll uh, try and stop it because we've got another possibly 20 of these to do and i've still got some other people that i haven't even asked yet so with me this afternoon for this one is a friend of ours um is a, a maestro when it comes to or used to be when it came to playing fifa and uh, what's the ones you're playing at now where you're you're schooling the 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 young whippersnappers with with old man skills what is it apex legends apex legends you know i, I installed that because it's free and i uh i got shot to pieces and i went no, nothing no, I got skills for this. <laughs> you still dominating at it? I'm okay. I'm not. I'm not the greatest. The, a lot of people in my little group are a lot better than me. But don't you think it's time to move on to uh, games you play on your own offline, like I do with Valheim and Theme uh, Theme Hospital and things like that? I've been playing a lot less uh, games recently. I have a puppy, but yeah, I, I bought the Harry Potter game, but it keeps crashing my PC. So I think I need a new uh, power supply. There was a lot of that. I mean, when it first came out, I was watching um, uh, It's a Gundam, and he was moaning and saying it's a great game. But uh, and apart from the main characters are really good, but all the uh, the NPCs, the 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 acting of the 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 movement and uh, how they do stuff like that was was a little bit shonky at times. Uh, but the main characters, they almost looked human. Well, I so wouldn't even know because I just crashes my PC. <laughs> so, I still have one of these big... days. I'll figure it out. I still haven't fit. I could just be using, t- I've got two browsers open, two brave browsers, and each one's got half a dozen tabs in them. And then one of my monitors just go black. They still have sound. It'll just go black and stay like that for 30 seconds and it'll flick back on again. And if I'm if playing that's a game. A, do you a display port or HDMI problem? HDMI. Yeah. And both. Maybe a new uh, HDMI cable might fix it. I've done that. I've got nice expensive ones that didn't solve it. I and mean, if I'm playing a game, they'll just flick on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off the entire time. And the only way I found to stop it is to, there is a program I use. It's called, it's this one, MSI, MSI Afterburner. Oh, and yeah. I have to turn the fans down and turn the temperature that it will let it go to all the way down. So that means my graphics card is knackered, does it? Uh, Afterburner is for, yeah, controlling your GPU. Uh, to overclock it or to control the fans. Yeah, it's a good program. I use the same thing. I overclock my GPU when I'm playing Apex. Oh, I have to turn mine to the minimum settings, and then it will stop doing it. Yeah, undervolting it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So does that mean? What does that mean in your um, professional opinion? What is broken on my PC? Uh, you never know. There's so many problems that could be. Sometimes it's just um, RAM. Sometimes it's just cables. Sometimes it's the GPU. Sometimes it's power supply. Not I need enough a new bands. computer. Is what you're saying? Maybe. Yeah. This one's four years old. I was thinking of getting another one. Just anyway, people, one. if you have any uh, computer issues, remember, don't ask either of us because we don't know what we're doing. But what we do know what we're doing is football. So let's talk a little bit about soccer ball. Did you manage to go to any of the games? Because you're in LA. Did you go to the game there? I didn't. I was having back problems, and Ooh. I was offered a ticket. I just couldn't I couldn't make the drive. There was no way I was going to make the drive down there and, and sit in a seat for – Two and a half hours. It just wasn't going to happen. I wanted to go, but yeah, it is. Sometimes, what it is. sometimes life doesn't let you do what you want to do. I know all about that. Yeah. So, how do you think that the preseason went? And uh, did you think that your country did the Arsenal proud? I think so. Yeah, like they showed up in in high numbers. Uh, Disappointing to see them lose to United, but it's preseason. I couldn't really, you know, care too much as long as no one gets injured. The Jesus knee problem is a little worrying, but I think between Eddie and and Trussard and possibly Flo, I think we can got it covered. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be good. How about the Jesus thing? Um, is that what you mean? Is that what you're meaning? You've got it covered with, with that? Is is that? You know, when they say six to eight weeks, do you think it's gonna be? Oh, it's gonna be longer than that. Do you think so? Knee, well, I'm, I'm wondering, do you? Because that's the same knee problem he had last Well, I only time. saw six weeks from, you know, just random accounts. But Mikel said, well, a few weeks. So who knows what that means? But if it's minor, four to six weeks sounds about right. I said it was a slight irritation on the knee that he had the operation on last time, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, should we um should we get in and do some of your predictions? Let's have a little Let's look do it. And, and bring the screen up. Um, there we go. So uh, move you down the bottom there. And so, as always, I like to ask. Um, your name is actually Travis, and you have your Twitter at Wally W A L L Y loves AFC. You have got that tattooed on some part of your body, just in case. Mm-hmm. You get in case I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Or in, case, or in case you forget. Good. Um, right. Who are you going to go for Premier League champions? Arsenal. Wait. Yeah, we're winning it. We're taking it. Go on. Why? Easy. Why? We strengthened. Yeah. And uh, they now have the experience of going through uh, a contest, uh, you know, down to the wire. And I just have a feeling that this is the year. They keep improving every year. I think we're going to get about 94 points and, and take the title. Mm, I do hope you're right, because that would be good. And uh, we have oh, strengthened. I'm right. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. <laughs> well, That's what I've gone for. And we have strengthened. And it is going to be one yeah. of two teams, because no one else is so far away from us, as we saw last season. Yeah. Um, how about Arsenal's top goal scorer at all competition? What do you think? Martinelli. I think it would have been Martinelli even if Jesus wouldn't have gotten injured and missed a few games yeah. to start the season. Yeah, I think he's just – I think he's going to get 20. Hmm. Do you think that would be enough to be all competitions? I suppose we spread them around throughout Yeah, the we spread them around. I think, you know, set between Saka, Odegaard, Havertz will even get probably 8 to 10, Jesus, 
I think uh, I think twenty will do it. Twenty to twenty-two. Hmm. Yeah, because last season, what do we have? Uh, one on sixteen and three on fifteen, or something like that. Yeah. Good. Uh, where do you think Spurs are going to finish? Seventh. Seven, seven. Seventh. Yeah. I thought you said second there for a second. No, second. No. Seven. Yeah, right. Why not no, lower? City second. Because I think that it's City, Newcastle, United, Brighton, and Liverpool. And then I think they'll I don't think Brentford or Villa or Chelsea will, will do better than them. I think those teams are all in shambles. Mm, okay. If they keep Kane seventh, if they don't, if if Kane goes off to Germany, then maybe tenth. <laughs> yeah, most people have said something like that. Now, yeah. what are you, you going to give the FA Cup to? My heart says Arsenal, but my brain says City. So let's go City. Um, City. Now, League Cup. What are you picking for the League Cup? City. Double City. Double City? Yeah. They'll take the Cups this year. I think we're going to be trying for Champions League and and Premier League, and I think we'll get the Premier League. So I'm going to leave the Cups to the team that's clearly the other best team in the league. Because that's a bit of a come down from winning the... It depends on your next answer. Champions League, who you've got for that? Real Madrid. Yeah, Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not giving City um, that. How, think, how far do you think we're going to be able to make it in that competition? I'd like to see at least quarterfinal run. I guess it depends on who we who, who we grab in groups because, you know, getting second in groups would make it tough. But quarterfinal I'll be happy with. Semifinals I'll be ecstatic. So... I think we can do that, maybe even a little bit more. Uh, for the goal, top goal scorer all competitions, do you see um, anyone other than Haaland doing it? No. Hmm. It's a bit Not ominous, isn't it? But do you think, like last season, he got 52 and 53? Do you think he'll, he'll match those kind of figures, or do you think he'll, he'll have second season syndrome, which means, because we saw at the end of last season, teams kind of figured him out, and he scored one in seven. Yeah. Um. I mean, also, I think they kind of took their foot off the, the uh, pedal, but... I see 45 to 48 for all yeah. comps. I don't know if he'll get 36 in the Premier League again. Maybe 32, something like that. I think again, he's going to get though. With Luton in the Premier League, they are going to smash every single bad record in the league and someone is going to get double <laughs> figures against Luton. They are they are a, a relegation-level kind of uh, championship side. So they are going to get out destroyed they've got no money for players they're not going to do anything and so Haaland quite a lot last season he stat padded with those hat tricks and, yeah, and stuff like that so I can see him if he scores six or seven against Luton at home and another six or seven away he could he could break the 50 goals yeah and on so you're cup. saying Arsenal 10 Luton nil yeah someone is going to score double figures next season against Luton because they are that shit. that'll be the first time ever right yeah it is. Um, what have you got for the winner of the championship? Because this started off with people saying it's mainly Southampton and then a few Leicester, and then it changed to all Leicester, and now people have all gone Leeds. I mean, like, all gone uh, Middlesbrough. What are you going to go for? I'm going to go for the some team that nobody's picking right now, and that's Norwich, because they win every other year, or like every third year. So They do. Even though they don't have as good of a team this year from 
from what I've heard. I mean, they just win it all the time. So I'm going Norwich. That'll See, make I Dallas happy. I picked um, Leicester. Then I went and had to look at Leeds United. That Leeds United's manager is Daniel Farker, who won the championship in twice in two, three seasons with Norwich. And they've kept most of their decent players. And Timo Pukki, who was the, um, yeah. the top goal scorer for Norwich, has gone to play over in your land, hasn't he? He's gone to play. Is it Minnesota he's playing for? I don't pay attention to MLS. How dare you, sir? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I went to a bunch of uh, Galaxy games back when they had uh, what's his name, the Irish striker. I'm blanking on his name right now. But who did you play for? LA Galaxy, and we won the Robbie, Robbie Keane. Yeah, we won the title. I went to like all the playoff games that year, and I went to a bunch of the the regular season games, and I sat in the supporter section. That was fun, but. <laughs> If I'm not going to those games frequently, I don't really pay attention. I know Chris and uh, Daniel pay attention because they're Orlando City, huge Orlando City fans. But yeah, yeah, they were. Um, he went there and he, he did quite well. But uh, I don't like him. I once uh, called him a pikey at a game. And uh, well, he's a Spurs. He's a Spurs scum, right? So he, he is, yeah. A lot is, of, I think. yeah. The, I would never have ended up liking him except for he was on Galaxy and he scored the championship winner, so mm. the title winner, title winner goal in the hundred and eighteenth minute or whatever. Fair enough. So I came well, around on him. So what are you going to do for the first manager to be fired? Honestly, Wolves are going to be so bad. They lost Ruben Neves. I'm going to go Lopetegui. Look at it. Luckily, I have. I'm a wizard with cut and paste. So, uh, Lopetegui. <laughs> so you don't have to type that. No, because uh, I had to do Norwich and it wore me out. So, Lopetegui, there's three, four, five, six have gone for Lopetegui. Lopete I'm going to say his name different time every time I say it. So, the yeah. Wolves manager. Yeah. Between him and Moyes, it seemingly. So, why do you think he's going to go? Just because they were shambles. I do. I think they were, they were pretty bad last year and they had Ruben Neves who is you know a really good midfielder and they lost him they lost Joe pedro i just don't see them doing very well and wolves they have money they're going to want to stay in the premier league so they're going to have to make a change i think Moyes, after getting the european trophy he's going to have a little bit of leeway so mm -hmm. i don't see him going first if halfway through the season they're absolute you know shit which they could be, then maybe I can see him going. But I could see 10 games in, Lobotegi gone. This is weird because I was looking at his um, his Wikipedia the other day. He's, he's managed Spain and Porto, Real Madrid, Sevilla. His, his managerial record is pretty good. He was a Barcelona player for five minutes. And uh -huh. then he's, even when his record for Spain, 20 games, won 14, drew six, didn't lose a single game as manager of Spain in the two years in the glory years and in that time with spain yeah uh, what did they win the uh they won absolutely nothing there you absolutely go nothing. it's the under 19s that he won yeah under 19s and the under 21s he won titles with uh, but how could he be manager of spain for two years not lose a game and not win a trophy how's that possible friendlies pennell could have lost some penalties i suppose oh uh, yeah could have lost some penalties yeah but he's a very decent manager, but some managers aren't built to come in and rebuild a club or yeah. turn a club round. Spain hasn't won anything since, what, 2014, though? 
It says here that it was linked to Wolves in 2016. Ah. Oh, they won so many games because they 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 already qualified for something. It says here. Anyway, people don't care about him. He's going to yeah. get fired, according to you, and I wouldn't be surprised if he does because Wolves are a mess. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna close that window. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about before we go? And any plant advice? Because it looks like you're knee high in shrubberies there, which is always nice to see. It's good for your air. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of plants here. Good. You see the backyard. Ooh. Shannon I'm has my... added entire gardens in each different area of the backyard. My back garden, the grass is about five foot tall. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of rain here in um, Southern California. Uh, in the rainy season in April and May and a little bit of June. So everything just weeds everywhere. It's a daily gardening and pulling weeds process. By the time you get to the end, you have to go back and start again. It is indeed. Um, who else have we got next? Um, coming up at seven o'clock, it's going to be Richard from over and over and over again, the Arsenal podcast. Eight o'clock, I haven't got anybody in for that. So if I know anybody who does podcasting or has got the the appropriate equipment to come and do this, let me know. I might be able to squeeze you on. And at 9 o'clock, we've got Ryan Fletcher from the Mr. Arsenal podcast. And at 10 o'clock, we've got Richard Cactus Cash from ABW, and he will be here giving out his wise words. So um, that's it. We, um, yeah. we're, we're done with 17 minutes. It's, 17 uh, minutes. Not Not the shortest. But it means I have now got about 20 minutes to go and brush my hair and have a wee, which is lovely. Beautiful. Right, Travis, thank you very much. No doubt we Thanks, will see Danny. you on a preview game or a post-game show sometime this coming season, if the time yes. is right, because you're eight hours behind us. Yeah, we are. And, uh, yeah, give the, uh, the boys and girls at home a little wave and say goodbye, and then I will end the show. Bye. Hello and welcome to Workout Wonderland. This is episode, I think, 22 of the Prediction Series. And with me this afternoon, what time is it? Seven o'clock. Uh, this evening is Richard from the Over and Over and Over Again podcast. How are you doing, Rich? Yeah, very well. Very well. Good to see you. Hope you're well. Yeah, I'm good. you got yourself a, a different background there. Did you make that? Oh, no, that's the one from the um, Arsenal, isn't it? It's one from the ground, exactly, yeah. Did you take the photo and steal it? I did steal it, yes. It's I've I've added my own little touch to it, but yeah, I did steal the photo. What have you changed? You added your um, own podcast one to it. Yeah, yeah. Good, because uh, yeah, yeah. I, and ABW's only been going ten years, longer than most of the things on there. Didn't even get an email off them. No, it's going shocking, isn't it? It is, shocking. and uh, yeah. Because they hate me, probably. I don't know. So, uh, how's your day been going? You been uh, doing anything interesting? Um, not really. No, I mean, I've, I've been off work this week, so I've just been chilling about, really, and you know, taking taking it easy and getting ready for uh, going back to work. But yeah, looking forward to Sunday, of course, as well. How do you think we're going to get on with that? Are you a bit trepidatious now that Jesus is yet again out injured? <laughs> yes, I mean it's not ideal, but. Man City have never really looked as though they've taken the community shield particularly seriously. So um, I think we've got a decent chance of winning it. Not that it really matters either way. It'd be nice to win, obviously. Of course it would. It's nice to win at Wembley, but um, it's not going to influence where how the season is going to finish, I don't think, whoever wins it. But let, I mean, if we can beat City, it's going to be good. Let's be honest, because we don't often beat them, do we? So it'd be nice if we could. And we, we, we've got a good record at Wembley against them, so why not? They certainly do. Uh, tell the boys and girls about your podcast and some of the other stuff you get up to, because if uh, there's you and Ryan are the only ones and that really doing 
regular um, con uh, videos on, on on women's football as well as other stuff, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, we I started covering the women's well when I started the channel. Really, I started covering a women's team just because um, I enjoy it first and foremost, but also because. They don't really get enough coverage, I don't think. Not many channels, like you said, really cover the women. So I wanted to give them coverage as well. So, you know, we do watch-alongs of the games. I mean, I go to a lot of the games as well. So I do sort of vlogs from the stadiums and stuff like that. And we do a show every week on the women's team. We're doing bits and pieces on the World Cup that's going on at the moment. There's a few Arsenal women playing in that. And obviously the Lionesses as well. So we're covering that. And, you know, all the usual kind of Arsenal stuff. We've, we've had a bit of a break from that over the summer, but we obviously be back on Sunday with a watch-along for the Community Shield. And then we'll crack on and get going again when the season starts. So who's going to win the World Cup? Because uh, Ger Germany out now. Yeah, they got knocked out um, last night. I mean, to be honest with you, I was a little bit sceptical of England's chances just because we hadn't gone into it in great form. We seem to be struggling for goals. But looking at the World Cup's gone, a few of the big nations are already out. The draw is now kind of almost going in our favour a little bit. We've picked up a bit of form. There's no reason why we can't go all the way. But let's see. I mean, we won the Euros. If we can win Euro and back-to-back -back World Cups, that would be something special, wouldn't it? That would indeed. That would be lovely. Is there many? I think we've got two Arsenal ladies in the England team, is it? Yeah, two in the squad. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Alessia Russo plays every game. Lotta Rubin-Moy generally sits on the bench and doesn't get on, but she's in the squad, so it's a good experience for her. And we've got a few others dotted around in a competition elsewhere, which is nice. So hopefully, mm. whoever wins it, hopefully there's an Arsenal women's player involved in that team and uh, Arsenal can win the World Cup for the women. It will be nice. Did Holland get there? And if they did, was my Dima part of their squad? Because I know she's not really been she's been injured, hasn't she? Yeah, Holland uh, Holland are through. They won their group, so they've got through. Uh, they were in the group of America, and they they topped the group of America in it. So they they they're doing well actually. I think they've got a good chance of going quite a long way. But yeah, I mean they've got they've got a couple of me. Obviously, Viv Miedemar's out of the World Cup, which is injured. So that's a shame. Um, would have been nice to have seen her playing in the World Cup. But yeah, it's uh, they're looking good, actually, Holland. I quite fancy them to do well. She's one of the many at Arsenal that have got, um, is it ACLs they've all got? Yeah, four, four in one season. Incredible, really. But, um, and I mean, they're looking into it now, aren't they? Looking at more ways that they can maybe prevent this happening more often the in the future. It's the problem. Is it their boots that is doing it? Well, they, they think there's a few things. I think, obviously, the fact that women's bodies are built differently to men's and, yeah, the boots may be part of it. Um, it's difficult. To, I don't think they really know exactly what the cause is. I think they're looking into various different things and um, and trying to come with come up with ways to make it safer for them because there's been so many, not just, obviously, Arsenal have suffered in the last year, but, you know, throughout Europe, there's been, I think I read somewhere, there was, was there 17 players missed the World Cup because of ACL injuries? I mean, it's... It's incredible, really. I mean, although Arsenal have been magnificent for years, but the women' um, fitness level is this elite level of fitness, and maybe they're they're pushing their bodies too hard. Maybe they're I've got no idea. Maybe they need to not push them so hard, but they uh they want to reach the absolute apex of their own fitnesses, which is uh which is good for them, and it improves the sport, but at the cost of their them being constantly injured. It's uh, something they've got to try and find uh, the balance between fitness and not breaking yourself. Because we saw Jack Wilshere and Ramsey and all these ones went. The, they got so yeah. fit, they're just so fragile. So we had we had problems yeah. with that with the men's team. It is, and, um, and maybe still football, maybe is still um, predominantly more a male sport, isn't it? So I think everything when it comes to 
the preparation, the fitness. I think a lot of the fitness coaches, they've probably worked with men's teams before and maybe they need to adjust what how they how women players are, you know, what they do to in their fitness because maybe they are pushing themselves too much. Maybe it's something they do need to look at. But yeah, I'm sure eventually it will it will settle down. They'll come up with ways to help. But at the moment it has been a problem for a few years now. It is it is becoming an issue that they need to look at because there's no point having big competitions when all the best players are not playing because they're injured. It just makes it almost devalue the competition, doesn't it? It'd be the same in the men's game. If half the players are injured, people won't want to be as interested in watching the games because it's not as good a spectacle, is it? So it's something they need to look at on all on all levels, really. Let's hope they do because it's, uh, it's a bit of an issue at the minute and it's not great. Mm, I will start watching some of their games now. They're outside of the group stages. I watched most of the Euros over the last. Was the last World Cup in Canada? Um, the last no, the last World Cup was in. Uh, it was in Europe, wasn't it? France. Was it? How about the one before that? Was that Canada? I remember watching something to do with Canada. Yeah, Canada's had one. Yeah, that might have been uh, the one. Oh, what was that? No, it wasn't the Olympics, was it? The Olympics might have been in Canada. Couple of years. Ago. I, know, I remember seeing something like that a few years ago. But yeah, I'll be watching the group now. The group, the group, and then the, they're in the knockout stage. And I should watch them because, uh, much mm. like the men's football group stages, is much like monkey tennis. It's you've got no idea what's going to happen, and there's just going to be an absolute yeah. mess. But the Germans are out, which always makes me smile. Um, yeah. Right, let's get on and let's have a look at this prediction table, and then uh, yes. you can give people your wise words and, and explain yourself of what of what's happening and why. Um, right, so. Uh, Richard, and it's uh, at over and Arsenal because, as I keep saying, Elon Musk, sort your life out. Give us more letters for our, for our usernames on Twitter, not X, because that's not enough letters, is there? And it gets very bloody annoying. There's not, um, no. Yeah. No, you have to make, when, uh, make it the best of it as you can, and that's what we've done. <laughs> yeah, especially when on like the um, that new one, the new Threads one, which I wouldn't go touch with a barge pole, and uh, YouTube and Instagram. All these ones, you can have much, much longer names. So, yeah, we're sorting out yeah. the wrong problems. What have you gone for the Premier League champions? Um, it's probably quite predictable and quite boring, but I can't honestly see anybody finishing above City again, unfortunately. I don't like to say that, but... Just look at, I know they've, you know, people have said they may be slightly weaker this season, but I don't know. I don't see anybody else in the Premier League able to beat them over 38 games, unfortunately. Indeed. So, if you, if you got us coming, some people, the Leeds fan had us as fourth. Most people have said second, but a couple have said third, including the, the Villa fan that we had on. I mean, I think that's blasphemous, isn't it? Well, see, I, I don't know. I, I think that realistically for me, we are, this season is is all about, you know, um, making sure we finish in the top four again. I think that's ma massively important that we do. I think it's going to be quite difficult because um, there's big competition now for those positions. Um, I, I'm not quite sure if, you know, yes, we've got a few injuries. There seems to be a slight change in, obviously, personnel coming in, slight change in the way that we're playing. It might take us a little bit of a longer time to really adapt and that may be costly in terms of dropping points early on in the season, which we didn't do last season. So, I mean, I, I, I personally feel that third place is about as realistic as we can potentially have. Maybe a second at a push, but I'm going to go third because I'm not optimistic enough for second at the moment. Right. Well, who have you got for second then? I think Newcastle. No, that's that sticky territory. That is a... That they are, they want so much from that team. The first chance that he, because they had no one expected Ham, 
how to be to do what he's done with Newcastle. They already, I bet they've really got somebody in place to come and and take over, and they're just waiting for him to trip over a bit of bad form, and he's out the window. I don't see Newcastle doing it at all. I mean, I think they've had they a might... good window, though, haven't they? They've had a good window. They they they're buying some good players to improve well, what they've really got. Maximum that turned out to be a right treat. I don't know how they managed to get that much money for a bloke who scored one goal last season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. We, we can't tell anybody, can we? So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> right, Sai, there, lovely. Um, Arsenal's top goal scorer all competitions. Most have gone Saka, a couple have gone Jesus, but since the news last night, people are backing Martinelli now. What you got? Yeah, I mean, I must admit, Martinelli is the one that's sticking out for me. Um, I probably wouldn't have gone for Jesus anyway, just because he doesn't, he's not a um, big goal scorer, is he? Um, nope. I think Martinelli, this might be Martinelli's season. I think with Havertz coming in and I think with Trossard in the team, I think Martinelli may well play a few more games through the middle this season. He did a few last season and it worked quite well. He scored a few goals. So I think it could be a big season for Martinelli in goal. So I'm going to go with him. I do think it's going to, it's going to happen for him this year. Yeah, I picked Saka, but for me, it's going to be one of those two because they are... They are football porn watching both of them. They are stunning. Yeah. Now, you, you, you're... Getting old, you're getting old a bit, and you remember Spurs. Are Spurs the team you hate more than any other? Um, I wouldn't say I hate Spurs because they're just an irrelevance, aren't they? They're never a threat <laughs> to us, really. They just you just look back, you look over your shoulder at them and just laugh. Um, yeah. You know, I've always grown up. You know, Liverpool were the team to hate because they won everything. Then it was Man yeah. United because they won everything. I've always hated Chelsea because they're just a nothing club. Obviously, City now for the same reason. I hate them probably more than I hate Spurs because Spurs are just an irrelevance. They're just a totally relevant. Absolutely, it's only, only going to get worse for them. So, where do you see them finishing this season? I mean, yeah, they, they, if, if obviously if, if Harry Kane does get sold and they yeah. he, he moves on, then I think they're, they're going to really struggle. Um, I think Harry Kane may stay, in which case he'll score some goals. So they will probably finish eighth, maybe. I think I'll go eighth for Spurs. Okay. I want to get my mate on who's a Spurs fan, but he will just be spend the entire show um, using the C word at all Arsenal fans because he hates us. <laughs> Um, yeah. well, they do that because they're jealous of us, aren't they? We're everything they've always wanted to be, and they've never, they'll never ever be what we've been. So, of course, they hate us. But you've got to understand that. That's 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 why. But you know, let them get on with it. Who have you got for the FA Cup? Um, the FA Cup, I'll go Man United. Yes, I hadn't thought about that. And someone pointed out they got to both domestic cup finals last season. So, yeah, it's a good shout. They did. Um, how far do you think Arsenal are going to get in that competition and do you think we'll be taking it seriously? I think it might depend on how things are in January, where we are in the league, if we're still, obviously, if we've got through the group stage in the Champions League. If if things are going well and we're challenging for the title, then I don't think we will take the FA Cup seriously. If we're maybe further down the league at Christmas, maybe challenging in the top four, he may take it a bit more seriously, but it does depend on how seriously we want to take it. If if we play a, a decent, strong side in all the rounds, we, we'll have a chance of going all the way and winning it. But I'm not sure if we will. With the Champions League, I think that's going to take priority this season. And I'm not sure the domestic cups are something we're going to particularly be strong on in, in, in the team selection. So I don't know. I'll be surprised if we go that far in it for that reason. You know, I think other teams are going to take that more seriously than we are. And I think that's where we're going to come unstuck. Agreed. How about the League Cup? What are you picking for that? Again, you know, probably people might not agree, but I'm actually going Newcastle because I do feel as though they 
they're due to win a trophy. They came close last year in that competition. So I think Newcastle um, will. They're not going to. They're not going to win the league. They're not going to win the Champions League. They're probably not going to win the FA Cup. So I think they're going to, like they did last year, throw everything into the League Cup and try and win it. And I think they'll have a good chance this year. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think I've got I've got them down for winning the FA Cup because uh, they are. Yeah, uh, they've got yeah. too much to do and end the season with nothing. And, yeah, uh, I quite like Newcastle. I don't like the owners. And I don't like that Amanda woman, but the fans I like, and I like the stadium, and I like the the general area is pretty good. Um, yeah. Champions League. This is always the test of whether you've been drinking the Kool Aid, the Arsenal Kool Aid. Uh, what, what have you got? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, again, it's difficult to to look beyond City or Real Madrid, I suppose. But yeah. I actually think maybe it's going to be PSG's year. You know, they 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 need to win it, don't they? They haven't done, and they need to maybe. And is this the year that maybe it falls into place for them? It could well be, especially if they if they keep Mbappe there. Maybe if they get rid of Mbappe, they've got more chance because they 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 were like the the, the weird kid at school that came in who who had all the Pokemon but no idea. <laughs> And they've had yeah, all those yeah, players, all yeah. the best players. And they they've got they win the league and sack the manager a year after year after year. They yeah. just need a little bit of continuity. But they just those people who own it are just used to getting what they want right away, and they're not getting yeah. it. And so they just keep throwing more money at it. And it's never going to work. No, um, but I, I don't know. I just feel as if they if they can get their act together in it, that they, they they've been threatening to win it, haven't they, for for a number of years? They've never it's never quite happened. So it's it, I just think one year they will win it, and why not this year? Who knows? Possibly. Um, top goal scorer who plays in the Premier League, but all competitions. Again, it's hard to see beyond Harlem, isn't it? After his fifty odd goals last year, I mean, he might not score as many as that this year. Um, yeah. Uh, I'd be amazed if anybody outscored the, the only the only other two that possibly could are potentially Mo Salah or Harry Kane if he stays at Spurs. But yeah. I think Harlan, I think Harlan's going to be the one to beat, isn't he? And I think you know, I'd be surprised if anybody outscored. Unless he gets an injury, he's going to probably do it again, isn't he? Yeah, if he gets an injury, they just they just bolt a new arm or new leg or new head on, <laughs> and then he'll, he'll be off. Um, the Championship winner, interesting season this season. What have you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I fancy Leeds to come straight back and probably win it. Um, I just feel as though that, that you know they've they've got the fan base, they've got the infrastructure at the club to come straight back, and I, I'll be surprised if they don't get promoted um, potentially. Yeah, as, as champions. So yeah, I think that's going to be their year in the championship. Yeah, that's why I changed my mind, and that's why I've gone for. And finally, first manager to be fired. I mean, it's an interesting one, this, isn't it? Because there's, you know, pretty much 17 potential options because obviously Pep won't get sacked, Klopp won't get sacked and Arteta won't get sacked. So pretty yeah. much anybody else potentially could. Um, I'm going to go Marco Silva just because I feel as though Fulham won't do as well this year as they did last season. And Fulham tend to have that, you know, they don't tend to keep managers very long, do they? So I think that they might have a difficult start to the season and it might well be Marco Silva that's the first one out the door, but we'll see. Yeah, well, looking at your picks, uh, interesting having Arsenal third, PSG for you, the Champions League, you're the first person to say that, and you're the first to say silver for the first manager. So you've, uh, so you won't, I doubt very much you'll be having the same points as anyone else at the end of the season. Ten points up for grabs. Uh, the winner gets absolutely nothing. I mean, I'll probably forget to even do a show at the end of the season talking about it. <laughs> oh, Paul Nell, not Neil, in the chat says uh, could see silver going, which is a. Uh, 
someone uh, someone agreeing with you um so tell people about the pod what have you got coming up next what are you working on well i so say we're doing uh we're doing a watch along on sunday the community shield um and then next week we'll be obviously looking ahead to the start of the premier league season uh we're doing a, a sort of a, a review show looking ahead to that um the nottingham forest game and we're going to sort of talk about the season the transfer window what you know what we've made of the incoming players already potentially any new incoming the goalkeeper potentially looks like there might be a new goalkeeper coming and where that leaves the situation have we got a number one goalkeeper will we have two number one goalkeepers or um you know are we not going to even get that deal over the line so there's a few things to look at there uh, and obviously where else we need to strengthen because i still think we'll maybe one or two areas short in the team that we could really do with strengthening if we're gonna don't forget we've got the champions league this year and I think that's going to be something that we really do need to, you know, the squad needs to be stronger in depth. And I'm not sure at the moment that it is. We've bought some better players, but we've also, you know, we've lost Xhaka. There's going to be one or two others going. So I think we still need one or two more to come in. I'd like a striker, personally, a proper striker, not a false nine and all this nonsense. I want a proper yeah. striker as a backup, not necessarily to play every week because that's not the way that we play, but as a backup from the bench to come on. And in, at the moment, Jesus is injured. We've got another option. At the minute, I can see Havertz playing as a false nine or Trossard as a false nine. I don't know. False nines aren't for me. But anyway, that's just my opinion. And everyone, you know, I'm sure some people love a false nine. It's just not. Maybe I'm a little bit too old, old school. I like a, a big centre forward, you know, and someone who's going to hold the ball up, bring people into play and score 20 goals a season. That's my kind of centre forward. But I can't see us getting one, unfortunately. No, I've got your channel on the screen here, just scrolling down through some of the stuff you do. You've got Melvin on there, who is brilliant, who is um, um, was meant yeah. twice. He was meant to be on, on doing the predictions in England twice. I've had to cancel it. And so he'll be on um, later in the week, or maybe next week, because I've got stuff to do on Sunday. Um, so yeah, you've got plenty of stuff on there for everybody. Um, what's been the most successful series that, you, that you've done that you've had the most attention for? Probably the women's stuff, actually. Um, yeah. And I thought one of the reasons for that is because it isn't something that a lot of channels do, maybe. And I do think that I've, I've, spent, I've spent a lot of time on the women's team, uh, doing stuff for the women's team on, on the channel. And I do think that, um, you know, maybe people understand and, and appreciate that. I'm not sure. Um, but, yeah, that, that's... I think the women's stuff has definitely been the most successful thing on the channel. And, you know, I enjoy doing it, which is even better. You know, I, I wouldn't have liked, um, you know, I think doing YouTube is quite difficult. It takes a lot of your time up and it's important that mm. you like what you do and enjoy it. So yeah. to me, if the, the fact that the women's stuff seems to be the most successful and it's also the stuff I enjoy doing the most, it kind of is, for me, that's the best result, really. And I'm happy about that. And hopefully this season it will be the same. You know, I'm looking to keep growing the channel and, um, if people come and have a look at what we do, it'd be great to have you on board. Good. Yeah, I'm often in the chat for for some of the shows when I remember because uh, yeah, you are. I often I often get up too late and then I forget things. And I do like some of the uh, some of the, I look quite a lot of the stuff I do. I'm not I don't watch too much of the women's stuff because I'm, I couldn't name most of the team, but uh, mm. I will be keeping an eye on them come for the for the knockout stage and I hope they win it. And which I don't really say for the England men's team, but now they've got Saka and they've got a lot of England players playing for Arsenal. We might get a little bit more interested in the men's team. I, I, I agree. See, I, I've, I'd lost interest in the England men's team really quite a few years ago um, for various reasons. And I don't particularly like Gareth Southgate, if I'm honest. But no, the fact that now we, we've got one of the star players in that team who yeah. plays for us. 
it kind of gives you every time I know Saka's playing, I watch it because I yeah. want to see him play on the big stage. So yeah, that's kind of that has given me more interest. And obviously, there's one or two others as well that may be playing more often in the team in the next few years. Obviously, Declan Rice now as well. So that's going to be interesting, isn't it? Um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, um, I'm, I'm getting more. I'm getting more interested in watching the England men now. And even more so with this this season coming up. So let, let's see. Well, I, I want a different manager. I'd rather have a different manager doing it. But, you know, who knows? We, we haven't done too bad in the last few tournaments, have we, I suppose? So Not done too bad at all. Shame he's trying to kill Saka by making him play every single minute of every single game. But when you've got your, your best player, you get Well, exactly. I mean, Arteta's <laughs> doing the same, isn't he? Arteta's doing the same, plays him every game. Because why indeed. wouldn't you? You know what I mean? If he's fit to play, play him. Because, he, like you said, he's the best player. And he, he could, he's the one player, isn't he, that can... Uh, you know, even in games when he's maybe not had much impact, he'll do one or two little things suddenly and it's turned the game. He'll score a goal, set up a goal, do something amazing. And he does it all the time, doesn't he? So you've got to play him, haven't you? Really, it's a risk not to. You do indeed. Right, that's it. We're going to go now. Um, thank you very much for your time, Rita. It's been uh, always, always good to have a chat with you. Yeah, no, I enjoy it. I always, uh, well, you have to come on my channel again. That's been a while, isn't it? I'll have to get you back yeah. on. And once we uh, once the season's up and running, we can get you on and uh, that'd good. be good. Look forward to that. Yeah, I think I was meant to be on with you, um, or no, I was meant to be on with Melvin um, in March, but then, you know, stuff happened in life and I didn't do any podcasting for three months. So, yeah, that was a bit shit. So, um, yeah, all we've got to do now is uh, you wave goodbye to the boys and girls or say goodbye and then I will roll the credits. Yeah, well, thanks a lot. Just take it easy, guys, and enjoy it. Enjoy the season. That's what we want to do. Enjoy it, don't we? That's what it's all about. Come on, you gunners. Hello and welcome to a Birdcat Wonderland show. Mm, I think you're number 23. You are the sole Campbell of the Predictions League. I should have done that before. I'll take that. I'll oh, take it. Oh, <laughs> I've completely wasted it. 23 shows in before I start telling people what shirt numbers they were. Or you could be Andre Arshavin. That's oh, a 23. But you're going to pick you're going to pick Sol Campbell, are you? I'll take Sol Campbell all day long. <laughs> lovely jubbly with me this afternoon tonight oh, i forget what time of day it is it's ryan for the mr arsenal podcast how are you doing cheeky chops i am fantastic looking forward to the new season can't wait for sunday as well I'll try and put some put put one up the banks on sunday yeah. good yeah, I'm looking forward to the season unlike a few people we know but it is what it is have you got someone who's a bradford fan Oh, he's an Arsenal fan, but he's, he changes it because he's a regular of my channel, basically. Um, we have a Leeds fan. He likes to wind him up every now and then, so he changes his bad, his four pictures of Bradford City just to wind him up. I mean, are Bradford even a club anymore? I don't know. It's been a while since they've done anything. League one, oh. League two, I don't know. Well, Mark Hughes is their manager, so it says a lot about Bradford City. Of course City. he is. I remember that. Phil Macker is there and Jimmy Eves is there. Afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Ryan, tell people about your podcast and the kind of stuff you've been getting up to lately because uh, you've been a busy man with the Women's World Cup. Yeah, it's not going to The longer these girls are, girls are in it, they're going to get any more quiet, especially now the new season, new season ahead as well for the men because they're yeah. very hectic on my channel. But basically, yeah, it is what it is in terms of Mr. It is initially the Mr. Arsenal podcast. We do podcasts, but what does now guarantee two podcasts a week, one with me and my panel of guests. We'll talk about obviously the events of the week in terms of the Arsenal men's situation, be it match day, uh, match, uh, match day's teams in terms of a, a particular result for IE next weekend when we play um, Forest, we'll do a podcast on the Sunday or whatever, go through the highs and lows of that week to week. Uh, I do watch songs like you mentioned before as well for both men and the women's team. 
and it's going to be, as I say, very hectic now because both both teams, both our men's and women's, for the first time in a long time actually, are in the Champions League. So when the WSL, the women's football, gets underway again, it'll be October time, and that's going to be when the uh, it all gets very fast. And I'm not going to have a break, <laughs> but it is what it is. And I, I, I enjoy what I do. End of the day, and the women's side of things, I just again, I I'd watch it off air anyway. So I might as well come on with with like minded up football fans and Arsenal fans, and watch it with watch it with people and grow that audience and spread the word that the women's game is getting getting better, it is growing, it is going in the right direction, and this is the people you need to look out for, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And remind people that we are the only club in football history, men's or women's. To win a quadruple in one season, that would be the Champions League, FA Cup, League, and League Cup, with Vic Akers back in two thousand and six, seven season. Yes, it's um, way way back in the day when ABW first started. We did a little series, a little segment called Arsenal Scores on the Doors, and we used to talk about the women's football. It's ten years ago when they mm. were just on the verge of not being good anymore, and then we used to do the under twenty ones, the under eighteens, and the ladies. And then, um, uh, and then for some, I think people got bored of it, so we moved it towards the end of the show. And then the next season, we forgot to do it, and we haven't done it ever since. So maybe it's something I should bring back. Just a little update where they are in the league, who they played, and who, who the goal scorers were. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good to see that we had Richard on before from uh, over and over and over and over and over again, and he, he was saying a similar kind of thing. That he's had a busy time uh, talking about the ladies' football, which is good. Keeps keeps you right. out of mischief, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And also, not many, not, apart from, as you say, me and Richard, not many other channels nowadays cover the women's game, even now, even with the success of how it's starting to grow and what kind of right direction, it's still not being covered by the bigger, the biggest YouTube channel out there, Arsenal-wise, anyway, so-called. Mm-hmm. Where's, where's, there's a niche, we've, we've got, we both jumped on it, and it seems to be the most, our most popular um, segment on our channel in terms of viewership and new subs coming in it regularly yeah so can't complain really on that side of things well you could complain but there's <laughs> you've even miserable to have a moment about that yes let's have a little uh, look at the screen up and i'm gonna ask you the usual questions and I would like some answers. So uh, you have uh, Mr. Ar- at Mr. Arsenal 89. You have that tattooed on quite a few places all over your body in case you ever get um, kidnapped and chopped up. They'll know who you are. I've heard that. That's uh, very wise of you. And uh, so who are you going to pick for Premier League champions? Are you going to surprise me here? Because so far, it's only been two teams predicted. Are you going to break the trend? I'm not, but I'm <laughs> I am going to be... Sticking one or two, he mentioned that I'm going for the Arsenal. <gasps> How dare you, sir? Go on, explain yourself for your crazy predictions. I'm, again, I'm, t- again, I'm not, again, not basing it off the performances in pre season because that's more so pre season games itself is more getting their fitness up and getting them ready for next, obviously next week now. Yeah, um, it's more of how aggressive we've been from the get go in this transfer window. Kai Havertz, again, we all have our opinions on Kai Havertz when we've got linked to him. It happened. It, I've I've said even though I weren't jumping for joy, I can see why, and I can see the potential if we can get the if we can get the Kai Havertz so we saw at Leverkusen, we see at Germany regularly. I think we've got a player there. I think he's more. I think his playing style is more suited to Arsenal. Anyway, never suited to Chelsea. Um, 
and people were too quick to write him off because of the Chelsea connection, but it is what it is. Um, Declan Rice, bringing, bringing him in, Premier League proven, young, got years ahead of him, to replace Granite, makes sense. We strengthened it, again, it's, if anything, it's an upgrade, and that's saying something on Granite, because Granite last season was one of our best players. And as I say, with Declan, he's got years ahead of him. Timber, when when David Ornstein dropped that uh, tweet that night, um, two months ago, I genuinely was like, excited because I've seen this player play and I think he is fantastic. And what we've seen of him pre season in spurts, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited. We've got competition again, it provides competition for um, Ben White, and how much that means that obviously means as well, positives wise. Cedric's out the door, hopefully, some point in this window, probably on deadline day. But we're just basically, we're just being aggressive. We're just, we're, we're not just making signings for the sake of it. We're making signings that make sense to what we need to strengthen. And we ain't messed, we ain't stopped, we haven't stopped, even though it's been quiet, we haven't brought anyone in since Declan. We're now looking at bringing David Rea. Everyone's losing their mind in terms of that must mean the end for Amsterdam, not necessarily. Again, competition. What, what's wrong with having, again, what's wrong, what's wrong with having competition for all positions? It's all well and good having competition otherwise, right back, left back, centre backs, midfield, you're attacking all that. But if you ain't got competition in goal, the goalkeepers will get, okay, feet up on the feet up on the beach, I can make a mistake, I'm undroppable. He needs he needs to know he's kept on his toes as well. I think to, as okay as Turner is, and he is an okay goalkeeper, he isn't good enough to keep um, Ramsdale on his toes consistently. To make him think, or oh, if I drop if I drop my guard here, he's going to come in and take my spot. Because just an example, remember when um, Layman got eventually got dropped in? We had our money for how many years? Oh, and, yes. And look, look who the backup. Look, look who the competition for him was initially: a young Fabianski and a young Szczesny. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not losing. My, again, I think it's healthy to have someone there in the wings again. Experienced, he's 28 next month as well, Vaya. Just to be there, keep him on his toes. And I saw a video this morning where he's, he did it on a podcast back in the last season. He's saying the goalkeeping union is, is is unique to itself. It needs to be everyone likes each other, everyone's pushing each other, keeping mm. each other on their toes. And that's what you want. And I think I think he knows that he's coming in to be the number two, but also the compet- But he's there, ready. If Ramsdale was to do a layman, basically and drop drop his guard, basically, does make sense. It would be nice to because uh, I don't rate Turner, and we definitely don't rate Runnison, and Carl Hine isn't any good, and Unconquo is too young. So uh, yes, good idea. I agree with that. So you've obviously got Arsenal finishing first, so that one's uh, I don't have to ask you that. Arsenal top goal scorer at all competitions. I've seen a few names. Obviously, the main one being Bakayo. And I get why, because obviously the last two years he has been our top goal scorer for the last two years. It's, so you're, are you picking? I w- before the injury we heard about with the, with the fluid that's been taken out of Zeus, I would have said Zeus, but I think he's going to need a bit of time to adapt again. I'm going to go... I'm going to go Saka again. I think he's going to do three years on a trot because yeah. he's, got League, he's got Champions League football as well. So that's going to... We've seen him without European football for the first season, with European last year, and that's the Europa League. 
I think he's going up. He's going even more now in Champions League. I mean, look at the goals he scored for England back into the back into the season against mm-hmm. Ukraine. Old Trafford. He he's just getting better and better. There's no. There doesn't seem to be any at any point. We, we can't. There's no ceiling yet for him still. And he's been with, he's been playing for us how many years? Well, he's twenty one yeah. and he's already scored more goals for England than Gazza did or John Barnes did. Already, two yeah. players that people look and say they were two wonderful England players. Uh, where have you got Spurs finishing? Now, this is the interesting one. I think even with if if Kane was to stay, yeah, tenth, even with yeah. his goals, I think tenth with, without him, yeah, without him, fifteenth. <laughs> I'm going to go to 15th. So I mean, if you have to stick to one, what are you going to pick? 15th. Because I think you will go. <laughs> and Back to the glory last, days. Last season, they had, yeah, sorry, Kane had 30 goals in the league alone and they came eighth. Take his goals out, where would they have been last season? Bottom half of the league, probably pushing for relegation. And I just think about I don't I can't see him I can't see him staying because Bayern Munich's too much of a law in terms of their guaranteed trophies domestically and they actually compete with the Champions League. Um, and they won't replace him even the money they get for him now they won't replace him. It'll be it'll be that Brazilian pigeon up top, and he's already a threat up top, is he? So well, that is um that is a point. So um. No Brazilian pigeon. Are you going to go? Uh, I mean, he got a hat trick pre-season against uh, some part-time binmen, but that's not good enough. He's uh, it's, it's hilarious. Are you going to go for FA Cup winner? Arsenal. Oh, a cheeky double! You'd be surprised the number of people that have put us down for the double. Then it's been too long. First and two is too long. Yeah, <laughs> Man City seem to do it uh, whenever they fancy it. So uh, why not? How about League Cup? What have you got for that? I'm going to go for Newcastle. I think they're going to want to right the wrong of last season and go one better in that competition just to get themselves kick-starting. And then, obviously, they're going to do that dynasty of what Newcastle, Man City have done over the years. But I think Newcastle. Nice. Well, I shall add that into it. Uh, quite a few people have gone for Newcastle. Now then, Champions League. Are you putting this down for the treble? Sadly not. If we'd been in, a, if we'd been in this competition... We, we, basically, we hadn't fallen out this competition the way we had done for the last six or seven years. It's been now. Yeah, I'd say I'll put us up there, but I think it's a couple of seasons too early for us in terms of winning it. I think we need to bet ourselves in quarterfinals at, at best. Semis is, is a, would be fantastic, obviously, but for our first season back, I think quarterfinals would be good for us, and we can assess ourselves from there on in. Um, but in terms of winning it. I know a lot of people are saying City again, but I think that's like an easy option. Real Madrid, I don't see Real Madrid winning it. Honestly, they've lost Benzema, but they're losing a lot of their key players now. They're in the start of a rebuild in the midfield, in their defence and attack. So I don't see them winning it. I don't see PSG winning it. I don't know what Richard was on. They're losing Mbappe for a start. They've lost Messi. Hmm. So they're going to have his name or up top. No, he's not. He's not going to happen there. Um, sorry, Richard. Uh, I'm going to go Bayern Munich. Ah, Bayern Munchen. Especially if they do get Kane in. Because I think, yeah. he is, again, he's, he'll be that fit. He'll be the, what they missed last year, the Lewandowski. About Lewandowski, look how, how they just got over the line last year domestically. 
Yes, that's true. I mean, he's, he's going to have to go somewhere. He isn't going to stay there. And they're just uh, holding out to see how much they can get. And it'll end up being a nightmare because then they won't be able to get any players in to replace him. How about top goal scorer at all competitions? What are you going to go for? Are you going to uh, Have you got the, the nerve to step away from Haaland? Or are you going to go Nkunku or Martinelli or Rashford or, or even Erdegaard? What have you got? I'm back in our store, boy. Saka again. Oh, you reckon he's going to score more goals than Haaland? In all competitions. Haaland's got not? 52 goals yeah. last season. I know that, but again, again oh. one of, my basis on it is with Man City as well, yeah. is they've won the treble and all that. And I think, with, especially with Haaland and just his first season doing what he's achieved, yes. I think a bit of cockiness might come into their play. And I think they may make a few, they'll miss chances they shouldn't, they'll lose games they shouldn't, they'll drop in all comps. He'll miss chances. He's, he was he'll miss chances. He was scoring last season. This this coming season, and I think Saka. Again, like I said before in terms of him being our, our general top goal scorer, I think he just every year is getting better and better. And I don't mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think that Arthur Harland scares him in terms of having that ambition to go and get that golden boot. I mean, I've worked out that if we get to the, the final of everything, we will play 64 games next season. Yeah. We're not going to obviously get to the final of everything. So I think it's going to be 55, 56 games. And if he it scores a goal in every other game, he could get 25, 30 goals. So you could well be right. Uh, Ange B has, uh, says, hit the thumbs up and subscribed. So one is current tense, one is past tense. But hopefully they're both cut. Oh, my Betty, calm down, dear. <laughs> She's rolling around my desk. Don't you, don't you trump? Looking at me, we were. So, Ange, thank you very much for, uh, for subscribing. That's one we've had this year. Lovely. Colonel Ward is there, and Rudy is there as always. Um, Bion will bottle it without Kane. Well, yeah, because they, uh, they are not very good. Hopefully, next season, because I want Bushy Dortmund to actually do something for once. They nearly did it last season. They shit the bed in the last game of the season. Can't believe you didn't back Eddie. I wouldn't trust Eddie to score 55 goals on uh, amateur mode on FIFA, let alone in real life. What are you going to go for the winner of the championship then? I'm going to go for one that's already been played. Middlesbrough. I think Michael Carrick, the job he's done since coming in from, um, what his name now, the former Sheffield United man, Chris Wilder, since job he came his first, again, his first senior job. And he got him playing good football. He got he got a tune out of Chibat Pom, a former academy player of ours as well. Yeah, Chapa Chapa. And I just think the the agony not getting that getting through them playoffs will spur him on. And I think they're the most ready equipped to get promoted, like, win the championship itself. Uh, I think mean, I don't. Out of three gone down, I don't know the current score for Southampton, by the way, but. Um, I can't see Leicester coming oh, up. Friday night, first game of the season, Southampton are winning 1-0. It's still 1-0, is it? Okay. Yes, I forgot the season started already. Mm. Nice. Yeah, I, think, I, I think out of the three, Leeds, because of, of who their manager is, I think Leeds might have more chance. I think they'll, just, they'll be in the playoffs, though. Yeah, Russell Martin is their, their manager. Um they new manager for the new season. So many teams in that division have got new managers, uh, including the team I've picked to Leeds because uh, they've kept all their most of their decent players. And uh, he is the manager by Farker, who was manager of Norwich and won promotion twice. So they've got the man who knows what to do. But Middlesbrough is a fair, a fair shout now. 
Final question. First Premier League manager to be fired, sacked, kicked out, shown the door. Again, I would have, until I got the, until I got the uh, information I've got today, I would have gone Locatelli from Wolves because, again, they've done, there was a bit of backbiting back end of last season between him and the, the uh, owners. Um, they've sold their strike of all Jimenez to Fulham, a potential rival of theirs next season. Mm. They're not strengthening their squad and all that. And I just think of, I just thought it would have come, a, come to a head. But the information I'm getting today, that there's a bit of a, Bit of a uh, standoff at West Ham between the owner and David Moyes because he's not because again they've, they've sold their best they've won a European competition sold their best player to a London rival and us and they haven't brought no one in and apparently there's a bit of a standoff in it and David Moyes could be that man and I think it, with that I think David Moyes would be the first to go within two to three weeks he'll be gone two to three weeks wow things gonna gonna be that bad so. Um... Mr. Moyes of West Ham, you say, yeah? Yeah. Good, that's what I thought. Right, some, uh, some interesting ones there. You've gone Saka, which nobody else has gone. I can't, only one other person said Bayern Munich for the Champions League. Uh, Spurs the 15th, that's the lowest we've had. The next highest is uh, Mike from Gunnerstown. Mike McDonald, he said 13th. Yeah. Um, Our quiz master. Yeah, the quiz master general. So uh, some interesting choices you've got there. But you've got Arsenal... Winning the double, which is which, if if it ends up that way, it will be a half decent season, and I will be I will be quite happy with that. So um, yes, that. yeah. Anything uh, anything you got interesting planned to come up on your podcast before we go? Oh, well, we've had, um, there was a podcast whilst just ending as we were starting on um, my channel. Again, it's a new thing that we brought in this summer. Uh, Angela's in the chat. She's the hostess of that one, where it's going to be a weekly thing. Eventually, once the WSL and Academy gets going, because basically that podcast itself is focusing on the women's team and the academies like the under 21s and Jack Wilshire's uh, under 18s and all that throughout the season and, he up, and all that sort of stuff. And he updates on current transfers um, or where they are in the league, how they're doing, who's standing, who's standing out for the academy teams, who could be banking upgrades sooner rather than later to a senior. That's going to be a weekly thing. In the next couple of weeks or so, once things get under, once the seasons get underway, respectively, and then you have my podcast coming, making a comeback as of next week. So as of next week, we have two podcasts a week coming your way. In terms of my, as I said earlier, my one's going to be more focused on the men's side of things, on a uh, match day to match day basis, along with the Champions League watch along for the Arsenal men's team and women's when they get underway back in in in, the, in October, and. Hopefully, trying to sort out with Mike another quiz as soon as possible as well. And also, I've got myself, Sam, and Mr. Tom doing a. You had on before a few days ago, Tom, mm-hmm. doing a kit ranking show before the season starts. And basically, where Sam's going to insult half the country, basically, along the way. So that could be kit ranking or kit wanking. Uh, both of them, I think you'd get decent numbers of people watching. With, uh, <laughs> some deviants out there who like football kits. So that's pretty good. Sounds like you're you're pretty busy. Who does all your um your JPEGs for the front of your videos? Who makes all them? Most of them have been me, but um, like the podcast side of things, uh, Colonel used to do them for me as well. Colonel was in the chat. He's yeah. not he'll knock them up in batches and just send them to me in DMs. Yeah, it's whoever whoever reaches out to me basically off. I was like, okay, and I'll, I'll give them a shout out and all that. And so this yeah. is who's doing it. Da, 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 da. 
yeah, it's a mix of me, Colonel, or a another person, basically. Lovely. Right, that's it then. So we've done all your predictions, and uh, yeah, I don't think they're going to be too crazy. I don't. You, you're probably not going to win because Tom Canton picked Man City for everything, and quite frankly, of course you, you can't go far wrong with that. Play, you safe, Tom. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we said if his name's on it, he's doing it properly. So there's no heart with him. It is all head. So it probably means Tom's going to win it all. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So I think we're all done. If you'd like to say to the boys and girls, mums and dads, cats and dogs, before we go. Yeah, see you later. Enjoy your season. And hopefully you'll see a lot more of you during the season, guys. Thank you. And if you want to find Ryan on Twitter, it's at Mr. Arsenal 89 because he's 89 years old when he set that up. Excellent. Right, Ryan, all we've got to do now is you give the, the boys and girls a little wave, say goodbye, and then I will end the show. See you later. Hello and welcome to Burkett One Land, prediction number 24. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Who's number 24 in the Arsenal world of shirts? Do you know who number 24 is? Is there any big... Uh, is it Reese Nelson? There you go. You can be Reese Nelson for, for the sake of this podcast. I mean, I should go and look I'll, it up, won't I? I'll take that. I've, I've, I've been called worse. Indeed. Uh, look at this picture of Mr. Fife eating a sausage roll. I mean, if that doesn't get you off to a good start for your day, then I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with me this uh, tonight is uh, Richard, Mr. Cactus Cash, one of ABW's finest when he isn't snowed under with work, children, pets or books because that shelf behind him could fall down at any point. It's the, He just likes to live a life on the edge. It's extremely wobbly. Are you looking forward to making some predictions that people will judge you mercilessly for at the end of the season. I've never been more excited to do so. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think I've missed out on one of the one, two, three, four. No, I haven't. No, just keeping an eye on how many people are watching on the uh, on the on the Twitter. If you are on Twitter, give us a little wave. Maybe click retweet or or click the heart or something like. There's ten people now watching on on Twitter. I don't really have much other way to interact with you, poor people. I'll give you a little wave. And Richard might give you a wave as well, but that will be an extra yeah. three pounds fifty because they're not. They're not. Oh, there you go. There's thirteen people there. That is the highest Ooh. number of people that have been watching all day, and they're only here to see you and your imminent death from that bookshelf. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to catch it. I'm ready to catch it. Uh, why, are you, why are you up this late at night, young man? Shouldn't you be asleep? Oh no, I'm 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 so excited to do the predictions with you, Danny. Why why would I sleep, man? Why would I sleep? Oh dear, yeah, that's very true. Uh, Jim Eves and Phil Macker, they've been with us the entire time. They're not bored yet, which is which is lovely. Very very generous of you, gentlemen. Right, as everybody knows, Rich, and everybody knows ABW. I won't spend twenty minutes asking you what sort of nonsense you got coming up at the podcast, because quite frankly. Even I don't care. So why should you care? Let's, let's go straight to the predictions so you can go and get your gym jams on and get into bed. All right, it is this one here. So, um, oh, I've actually, I've done the wrong one. I need to put you down the bottom there. Um, on my prediction sheet, we have got, I don't know why I put those two there. They're not, they're not here yet. They are not officially here. So good job there's nothing uh, incriminating on any of this lot. Um, <laughs> There we go. We have actually got some people. They're Americans, and they have a podcast called Red Half of Sheffield. They're Sheffield United fans. They're coming on at 11 o'clock. Yeehaw! Why Ooh. an American would choose to support Sheffield United? Maybe they're sadists. We'll find out at 11 p.m. 
I bet they're going to be happy about Austin Trusty. Good point. I'll bring that up. Thank you very much. Do you want to do it instead of me? Because I wouldn't have thought of doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Amateur. Uh, right. What are you going to pick for the Premier League champions, young man? Uh, unfortunately, I can see no further than Man City, unfortunately. Yes. Abu. Yeah, let's say. Abu too well oiled, too 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 good a machine. Unfortunately, at this at this moment to be stopped. Can't really argue with that. Um, so, who have you got? Where have you got Arsenal coming? So I'm I'm I've got Arsenal third. Oh, you absolute um, scumbag! I know, I know. Yeah, I'll get me myself. Uh, well, I just I think that you know teams are going to be. You know, we're not going to get that amazing start where we took everybody by surprise and blitzed the league again. Um, I do think it's going to be, especially at the start, might be a little bit more of a struggle as we as we work to get, you know, Havertz, uh, Rice, Timber, and you know, acclimated to to the league, to our team and our systems and stuff like that. Um, uh, you know, I, I think other teams are going to be, we're going to have a massive target on our back from other teams, I think, which will make things a little bit harder. Um, and I think also, you know, juggling that Champions League as well, uh, you know, our, our first time back in the Champions League for a while, you know, whereas, whereas you could maybe rotate a little bit more for the Europa League and didn't really care about the Champions League matters. So it's, it's going to be... Um, yeah, unfortunately, I think it's going to be um, <clears throat> quite strong for them. But I mean, like the only thing I, I I would say about that though is is I was thinking about it and I was struggling to think who would come second, which which kind of throws a little bit of a spanner into my into my into my thought process because although I think Liverpool are going to be I think they're going to improve and be better than they were last year. I think they're going to get as bad a start as they did. I think Man United are, although still batshit mental, are better than they were last year. They're not going to have that that horrid start with the crap manager. Um, and maybe Chelsea might come back into it a little bit more um, under Pochettino. But I don't know who's going to... I'm not quite sure. I just, I, I just have a feeling that we're going to... Sh- struggle a little bit more than we did so which means equates to third does that make sense what i'm saying it certainly does uh i think you're hopefully completely wrong who have you got coming second then um i i don't know i i think possibly i don't know there's a bit of me that thinks liverpool i know they were they were super crap last year but they you know they're still they're still a really really strong side they're, they're updating their midfield loads, like I was saying, McAllister and the guy with loads of syllables and thing that I can't pronounce his name. Um, you know, you've got a second season of Darwin Nunes. Um, you know, I, I, and I, they, they've seemingly looked like they're starting to sort out the conundrum with, with Trent Alexander-Arnold. And whereas, like I said, they don't have Champions League, I think possibly Liverpool are going to come second. Liverpool? Yeah. My brother will be happy. He's a Liverpool fan. So. 
me. Yes. Uh, um, no, I don't agree with that. <laughs> we've got another person watching, can't we go? No, we've got Paul Nell, Phil Macker are still there, and uh, Jim Eves, hopefully they're still there. Yeah, no, um, I, I think you've uh, Liverpool are going to struggle this season, and we are definitely either going to finish first or second. But so far, no one else, no one at all, has put either Arsenal or Man City in first place. So out of so that's uh, twenty six. You're number twenty four. Yeah, I was right. And mm. everyone said first or second uh, is. I mean, first is going to be Man City or Arsenal. So top goal score for Arsenal all competitions. What what deluded badness are you going to say for this one? <laughs> well, Marquinhos is looking no. Um, Bukayo Saka for me. I think. Um, uh, again, like I said, he's he's had somewhat a, of a, of a of a summer off for his, you know, stage. I know he played a little bit with with, with England, but um, I just see that boy going from strength to strength. Um, he's such an important outlet um, for us, and I I think you know if, if Gabriel Jesus might get up there, and you know I'm hoping that. Martin Odegaard and, uh, can replicate what he did last season with the amount of goals. And I think maybe Martinelli, um, depending on workload share between him and Trossard, I think might run Bakai close. But I think I think Saka is going to play pretty much every minute of every game. Um, and like I said, the, the, the guy just seems to get better and better and improve Every single time he's on the pitch, um, he's so integral. Everything goes through him. And yeah, I, I, I see him being our, our top goal scorer. So Saka. Yeah. Mr. Saka. Uh, the funny one, where Spurs going to finish? This is always interesting. <laughs> uh, I, I went on my prediction. I went six. Six? Uh, yeah, six. That's the highest anyone's given them. Is it really? Should I, should, I, should I put them lower? Have I been on the source? Yeah, no. There is only Pepsi in this in this drink. I'm fairly certain. I don't think there is. Um, well, I'm just I'm just trying to think of like you say. But it, it, to be fair, it all depends on 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 kind of what they do because like I said they they've not really massively made moves. What they've bought they've bought Madison. They've brought a new goalkeeper, and I could no idea what his his name in. And you know, all depending on what they do with Kane and, and and with this thing with Bayern Munich and stuff like that, you know, I, I there's a bit of me that thinks he'll he'll stay anyway just to see out his contract and then he can <clears throat> try to get the league record a little bit closer to the league record and then he can free to go wherever the fuck he wants to. Excuse my language. Um, but yeah, just trying to think like who would finish the bottom. And I, I, you know, from what I've heard. Um, from like various pundits and articles and stuff like that, that Ange, is it Postologlu? I can't pronounce his name, mm. you know, plays decent football. He's a decent coach. He's a good coach. He might actually do something for him, which I really hope he doesn't. Like I said, hopefully they, they, um, they, they finish 10th or even better get relegated. But um, yeah, no, I, I said my, my, my initial gut reaction for them was, was six. Uh, the goalkeeper they bought was a 26-year-old Italian from, I just looked up, Empoli, who finished 14th in Serie A last season, and they are awful. They've got Fraser Foster there, who's 135, and then they've got two um, uh, Spurs youth product players that are 24, and I don't think either of them have played a Premier League game for them yet. So uh, they are hopefully doomed. FA Cup winner, you've got to be given as one of the Cups, haven't you? 
I've got Arsenal to win that. Very good. I did. Ha- I did have. I did have Aston Villa written down. Oh. And then I quickly scratched that off, and and put our name on the trophy. You know, we we are we are the greatest club in in uh, in FA Cup history. It's our trophy. We're going to win it. Yes, Paul's um, putting the Spurs down for eighth. Um, League Cup. Now, do you care about this, or are you going to go for a <sighs> uh, um, domestic cup double? Well, I, no, I, I had I had Man City uh, down for that because they're they're the only team that kind of a take it seriously enough and have the squad depth that you know most other clubs in, in with the uh, you know with the um, with the League Cup they play their they play their their little ones and they 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 seize teams most of the time unless you're Man United and you get like the luckiest draw of fucking. <laughs> <laughs> League One teams at home every bloody every bloody round. Yeah. Um, you know that's why I think that's one of the reasons why Man City seem to win it so often is because their B and C side are so much stronger than everyone else's. Um, I yeah I, I don't think Mikel will care too much about the League League Cup. So I've got um, so I, I did put Man City down for it. Yeah, good. Just uh, sending a little message, Mister Five. Have you seen any of the prediction shows yet? Have you thought anybody was uh, knee deep in cat crack, or you haven't listened to any? I haven't listened. To <laughs> I did listen to to one of them. I can't. It was the was it the um the, the lion the dude? Oh, Chris. It, yes, oh, you you were doing a um you was you was doing a, uh, a a lovely presentation for him, a lovely introduction for him, and he's yeah. in there it's frozen. Uh, <laughs> well, you so, yeah. you've got the podcast version because I edited that out. I've edited it out um, things to sharpen it up a bit. But uh, our Josh said, "Is there a link? Because all these are on our website. They're all on a uh, a playlist called Twenty Three Twenty Four Predictions." And Josh said, "Is there a prediction?" I said, "Why?" So I want to go and see what other people have said. Hey, someone's taking this mm. a little bit too seriously. Yeah. So, League Cup winner, you are going for Manchester of the City. Now then, mm-hmm. this is the test of how, how much you've lost your, your marbles. Champions League winner. We've had one for PSG. We've had most just going Real Madrid or Man City. And there's only been four for Arsenal and two for Bayern München. What have you got? I have got IFK Gürtenberg. No, uh, I've got uh, Real Madrid. <laughs> I, got, I got Real Madrid. I, I think they, you know, seemingly strengthened enough, and they, you know, their league is. They don't have to do to try too hard in the league kind of thing, so they always save stuff for the uh, for for European trophies kind of thing. So yeah, so I've I've got Real Madrid, Bellingham to be a, a ginormous success over there. He is. Uh, He's something else, that boy. I'd love to have seen him at the Arsenal. Imagine a midfielder mm. him at the base of it. And for the amount of money Oof. he paid for Rice, we could have probably got him. But he had loftier ambitions, didn't he? Mm, sadly, sadly. Sadly. Uh, what a top, top player he is. He is a, he's a machine. Top goal scorer from the Premier League, but including all competitions. We've had 99% Haaland. We've got a Saka, a Rashford, an Erdegaard, a Martinelli, and an Nkunku. Um, what are you going to go for? Uh, well, speaking of, let's say, he, the machines, there was only one machine I can see doing it, and that is, unfortunately, Harland Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, let's say, unfortunately, Man City are still a phenomenal, phenomenal side. 
you know, a team that won the treble last year in 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 second gear, and that guy's just going to get a hatful of chances, and he's phenomenally good as well. So, all of it, all is massive recipe for him being top goal scorer. And then, doesn't it make you sick? Yep. Uh, so, uh, championship win. I don't know if you have a BDI on the championship. What, what do you reckon? Uh, I've got. I've plumbed for Middlesbrough. They're making a late um, run for it. If a loan, said that at first. I think in the, of those three in the first uh, 13, fifth, 14 said it. But it is by far the most picked. I'm just going to have a little check of this while you're having telling me why. Well, they, they've they've done progressively well each in the last in the last couple of seasons. They've they've got better and better. They just missed out uh, via the playoffs um, last season. Um, I think uh, Carrick seems to know what he's doing. But is um, uh, have they got um, your favourite player, Chupa Chupa Akpom? Yes, his name has never been mentioned more in a series of podcasts than he has been in the last few days. Yeah, he's still there. <laughs> he's, he's still there. So yeah, yeah. so so for him alone, um, where did he? Was it? Was it? Where, what Greek team did he go for? Was it? Was it? Uh, didn't he a, a Greek team and like won the league and became an invincible over there? Um, or am I completely imagine that? I think he may have been an invincible and a double winner. I'm just looking here for the uh, most number of goals scored by someone. Obviously, it's not bloody there because that'd be too in. That'd be too easy. But Middlesbrough there, uh, Chupa Chupa. I think they spelt his name wrong. And then he was. Uh, he came back on loan. Uh, P A O K. That's it, Salonica. Yes, he came. Yeah. He was. Uh, they came on Middlesbrough, and then Middlesbrough loaned him back. That's a very strange situation. So he was there, and then he was there for two and a bit seasons, and then the beginning of the, his third season, they sold him to Middlesbrough. Five in thirty-eight, one in zero. They loaned him back, and I think that's when he did the invincible. And and then they he come back to Middlesbrough and got twenty-eight in forty last season. So that's that's not bad, is it? Mm, yeah. So yeah. So that's why principle was um, 2018-19. I got that completely wrong. Yeah. So goal machine. Yeah. He'll be. He'll be after. He'll be after Harlan's crown soon. Yeah. Hopefully. You were. Uh, yeah. Right. So Middlesbrough and mm. first Premier League manager to get the elbow. What you got? To get the old Spanish archer. That's the one. Uh, um, so it's, and it's it's sacked. It's not resigned, isn't it? Yeah. Because I I had Marco Silva to resign from Fulham, and off to Saudi, and off to the Saudi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so I've I, I haven't made up my mind on this one because I've I've got two in mind. I've got everybody's favourite. Scottish uh, psychopath uh, <laughs> David Moyes and Lopetegui at Wolves. Um, I mean, if Watford were in the, the the Premier League, I would have just gone for whatever manager Watford Somebody else uh, happened that. to have on their thing. I did that, yeah. For the first three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm... G- oh. I want to say Moyes just because I kind of want I want it to all go tits up for West Ham. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I, I just got a bad feeling about Lopetegui and, and what's going on at Wolves, and you know they, they've lost lost Neves. Are they they're losing? Um, uh, are they losing Ross's face as well? Who's the guy who David David Luiz broke his skull? Uh, Jimenez. Jimenez. He's gone, to, he's gone to Fulham, hasn't he? Fulham, hasn't he? That's what I mean. Yeah. So they've they've lost him as well. Um, yeah, I I think it, I'm I'm put me down for Lopetegui. I'm just looking. They've they've lost uh, Ruben Neves to Al Hilal. Diego Costa has gone on the free. Uh, Jao Mantino's also gone. Uh, Damar Traore has gone on the free. Uh, Connor Cody to Leicester. Nathan Collins never heard of him, but Brentford bought him for 23 million. Um, who else? Uh, Raul Jimenez. Jimenez has gone to Fulham for five. Jesus, that team has been absolutely stripped bare. And what have they bought in? Um, they bought in somebody from Atletico Madrid for 44 million. Mateus Kahuna and Bubakar yeah. Terraio from Mets. And that's about it. Yeah, I'm not liking the look of that. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking Lopetegui out. And they've also got Arsenal legend uh, Matt Doherty after selling him to Spurs. Spurs <laughs> loaning him to Atletico Madrid, who he played two games for. They've now got him back on a free transfer less than three years after they sold him to Spurs for 13 million quid. Hashtag so he, 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 was, he, was a goo, he was a true gooner all along. He went there and sabotaged the place up. He can undelete those tweets now where he was slagging off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't yeah. actually delete. He just hid them. He could just unhide them and they can come and come lying in. He knew it wouldn't last there. Um, so did you say you're going for... Yeah, Lopetegi. Lopetegi. Yeah. Right, there you go. That's all your predictions done. 21 minutes and 23 seconds. What have you got planned for the podcasting world? Have you got any new podcasts you're going to be doing or plans or? I have got absolutely sweet Fanny Adams. Cool. Um, yeah, I did. I did. I, I did. Um, I did. I did have an idea ages ago. Me and my mate were going to we were going to review old seasons um, uh, for you. But it just oh, mate, it just. I have they already done it yet? It's just when Marks does that uh, over the over and over and over again. I do they? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it just, mate. I, I, I don't. I just don't know how people find the time. Like, I bless it. It's it's, just you'll get bugger all views, and no one would give a shit because people do not care about history, sadly. And as much as it is really interesting, the one that me and Chris and Gunaholic did for the. Um, I think it was the Invincible season or it was the O2 season. I can't remember. Spent many, many, many hours doing that, cutting and pasting audio, editing, writing it all out. No one really cared. You might as well just sat there and streamed yourself having a poo. That would have got more views. <laughs> Probably got more views and more hits and views. Yeah. yeah, there was either that or there was there was my um uh, my, my, a friend of mine who um he's on Twitter, uh, um, No Laguna. He's like a – he did the old um, – Yes, he wrote uh, It's up for grabs – um, up for grabs now t-shirt that uh, yeah. Kevin Campbell wearing stuff like that. Me and him were going to try and do something, but just uh, trying to find the time. I just, I, I can't, I say I'm not, I'm not even on your show uh, enough because I just can't make myself available. It's, um, show. it's well, fair enough. I think it's very kind of you. But yeah, I, I'm not even on our show enough really because it's, I just, it's finding time to, to do stuff is just, it's so hard. Uh, like, how you guys dedicate so much time to it. Bless you guys. Life. You're like birthday sex. Any more than once a year and it's it's pointless. So. 
Right. I'll take that. I'll take that. We're going to go now. Thank you very much for that. All I need you to do now is a new thing I've decided doing for the last couple of shows is is say goodbye to the boys and girls, the mums and dads, the cats and dogs. Give them a little wave and a cheeky grin, and then I'll close the show. Don't need to say anything. If so, try it. So you get on. I, I, I'll just say bye bye. Bye bye. Adios. Auf Wiedersehen. Hello, welcome to yet another Bergkamp Wonderland. Oh my God, it's prediction number 25. I would have said this is Nwanku Kanu 25, but I'm not going to because he's a Sheffield United fan. Who plays at the number 25 shirt for Sheffield United? Do you know? Uh, as of this season, no one, I think. We haven't released the uh, the updated squad number list, so I don't believe anybody at the minute is number 25. I'm just having a look, and you've got Anis Slimani. Oh, Slimani, the new boy. Yes, he came in. He was, he's been wearing a bunch of different numbers, but yes, 25. Yes, our new signing. Yes, Anis or Anis <laughs> Slimani. Anus. Yes, 25. Yes, but okay. that all to be confirmed. I guess I don't know if these these numbers are going to be confirmed. We haven't announced them a week no. before the season. Yeah, you don't have to do that just yet. Anyway, you are a part. This is Chad. He is a part of the Sheffield United podcast. I want to go and make sure I look at it. It's called Red Half of Sheffield. And for any people who don't know, there's three teams in Sheffield. Sheffield United, the red ones, the best ones. Sheffield Wednesday, the blue stripy ones that we smashed in the League Cup and FA Cup final in 1993. And then the oldest football team in the entire world are just called Sheffield. And uh, a couple of times people have tried to buy them and make a thing out of it. They're like the New York Cosmos. They're a name and they have no meaning really and they don't really do anything. So uh, why do you support Sheffield United? And uh, during this show, I will occasionally say Sheffield Wednesday because that's what my brain says. I can't control what my brain does. we got to get you switched over to the red half. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 different. And thanks for having me on as, as well. Oh, it's a pleasure. It, it's one of those deals where you know, football over here in America, it's as as I talked prior to recording, it's just jammed down your throat, top six. You have to support a top six team. If you don't have any choices, there's 20 teams in the Prem. You don't have any choice. And I picked Sheffield United when they were rock bottom of League One, you know, looked destined to go to League Two. Chris Wilder, a familiar face in Sheffield, comes in, runs us up the leagues into the Prem. Have a great first season in the Prem. Finish ninth. Then uh, a little thing called COVID and the fans go away and we have a disastrous second season, second season syndrome in the Prem. We go back down. It's a roller coaster. And I like being different than all other American fans because they all support the top six teams. So why not the Blades? Why not not the Mighty Blades? We don't have a shot in hell, but why not us? I mean, you gifted you uh, gifted us Aaron Ramsdale. Uh, yep. did, you, did we buy him from you, or did we buy him from Bournemouth? No, you bought him from us because he held out. He played one game in the season we went down in the championship. He started one game, and then he was like, oh, I'm holding out for X amount of dollars. Then you guys came and swooped him off, and I was like, yep, gone. Thank you. Did you rate him as a goalkeeper back then? Uh, not worth a damn. Not worth an absolute damn. Um, he likes to push the ball back, especially in the season that we got relegated. I can't tell you how many times a ball would get swung in and he would 
paddle hand the ball back out into the opposition that was like point blank range and they finished it. And it was like, Ramsdale, what in the ever living shit are you doing? I mean, this is unbelievable. And he was, he, I mean, granted, he was at Bournemouth relegation, was at Sheffield United relegated again. And then he was just like, well, screw it. I might as well go to Arsenal. And then, <laughs> Little do you know, he's uh, he's Arsenal's number one, and probably if he can get past Pickford, he'll probably be England's number one sooner rather than later. Yeah, is indeed. They've got a uh, mate of mine, David, here, Mr. Waffles. He denies that he lives in Portland, but I know that he does. And David, why do why do you support Arsenal? Why didn't you pick a lower league team, you shitbag? You should be supporting the mighty Barnet. Actually, he might do. I don't know. He's coming on. He'll be doing the predictions um, sometime in the next week. He'll be on, and then I'm going to grill him at why he doesn't, why he didn't pick as well. Actually. You never know, Arsenal might have been shit when he did pick them, so I'm not going to pick on him too much. <laughs> um, so uh, how many other Sheffield United fans do you know that live in uh, the US of A? Uh, off the top of my head, I'd say around about 10 to 12. Yeah. Is I mean, it's not – I mean, Sheffield United, when when you you are over here in the States and they you have a, a shirt on, you know, on match day, and, and they're like, who the hell is that? <laughs> What's that stripy nonsense? Is that Brentford? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Are you Brentford? In in even even what three years ago, nobody knew who Brentford was, and they're like, yeah. and then and then the the one thing is they'll call Sheffield, and it's just like we're Sheffield United. We're not just Sheffield. Sheffield, and that's where I get into the monologue as you led into this one about Sheffield United, Sheffield Wednesday, and then Sheffield, the world's oldest club, but. I mean, yeah, it, we're a small, small, tight-knit group that over here in the States. So, yeah, I'd say about 12 or maybe 15 tops. Whereabouts in the States are you? I am just about 15 minutes outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, um, yeah. When I said Shredder lived in South, he didn't. He lived in North Carolina. He lived in um, – oh, I can't remember. Damn, sometimes he pops up in the chat. Um, why? Why isn't it? Must somebody watching must know where Shredder lives in in North Carolina. Um, he did tell us he was part of ABW for a long time, but then uh, then he changed his job and he moved. We still keep in touch. I think he was on last season once. Um, oh, oh, here we go, Mister Waffles. Davis comes straight in. Ah, North Carolina. So he's he's used to losing. I don't <laughs> even know what that means. He's, he's giving you beef. I guess. Uh, I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, oh, he's a very bad man. Uh, do you know many Sheffield Wednesday fans that live in where, where you are? And do you ever meet up and have a fight with them? No, uh, no, and no on both of those yeah. uh, both of those um, occasions. I have not met any Wednesday fans. Which, I mean, to be fair, they're shit. You know, they're probably <laughs> going to be shit for a while. Um, just obviously promoted to. I mean, as as. I didn't want to bring this up saying you were a little bit of a posh fan. Uh, man, yeah, that was a, that was a hell of a playoff. Um, five. <laughs> oh man. But I mean, obviously we hate them. I mean, I, I don't like to see anybody struggle through financial, you know, struggles and ownership issues. I hate that because that's, what's going to kill the smaller teams in England. The, the, the real 72. I just, you know, I hate Wednesday, but I always want to make sure that they're going to be stable stable and they're going to like be a club because I'd like to have a rivalry game at some point. 
I mean, it's 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 out of my mind that like United and Wednesday. Okay, I'll I like the mind the gap where we're in the prem and they're in the championship. I hope they go down to League One again and we go down to the championship because we're probably obviously going to get relegated. But um, I, I'd like to see a Steel City derby sometime in the near future. I mean, hopefully, you know. It, it happens, whether it be in the FA Cup, the, the Nobody Cares Carabao Cup, or whenever in the, in the league in the, in the near future. Ah, well, I've just messaged Jason and told him that we've got someone on, and then uh, I doubt him. I always like to, if I know two people from Canada, I go, oh, my friend's Jefferson Canada. Do you know him? And they look at me as if I'm a fucking moron. Uh, 312 Gunnar says, an American Sheffield United fan. Well, that's wild. Yep. And... Uh, Ryan says they lost to the Saints tonight. Thank God they did. Thank okay. God they did. Opening uh, game of the season. And uh, and it was a former Blade that scored the uh, winner for uh, Saints. Uh, Shea Adams, a former Blade, scored the second goal to beat Wednesday at Hillsborough. So, fuck off, Wednesday. So, uh, how long have you been doing your podcast, and what sort of stuff do you do on it? Uh, we've been doing it for, I think we're coming up on the four year anniversary. Um, I believe August or September of 2020, um, is when we started. So yeah, we've done it coming up on three or four years now. I mean, and we, we do, we do weekly recaps of all the games. Um, I will personally do a match preview with the opposing Fans, hope to have you on, Danny, again when we play the the Gunners. Um, and then we have a YouTube channel where we've we've recently started a YouTube channel. If if any of the Arsenal fans want to want to check it out, um, we've rated Chef United kits. All my match previews are on there, so we've got a bunch going on. We're you know we just talk blades, you know, twenty four seven. And I will be honest, I'm not. I mean, I'm. United red and white through and through, but I also take my red and white glasses off and I will give an honest opinion. And if we're shit, I'll say we're shit and we're always going to be shit. Like, like leading into the season, everybody's jumping off the, jumping off the cliff because we sold our best player. And now what do we do? Oh God, we're going to beat Darby's record. And we're not, we're going to go, Oh, Oh, and 38. And we're going to lose all 38 games. And I'm like, you guys are absolutely out of your freaking mind. Like, get it together. We haven't kicked one ball of meaningful football in this season, and you're already having us go down. And now, granted, I don't have very much faith in us staying up. I mean, if we can nick a couple of wins here and here and maybe the ball bounces our way, maybe we stay up and get an extra $90 million for finishing seventy or 17th. But honestly, I don't know if I don't really feel very confident. Yes. Um, I thought you were very unlucky after to go down in the second season in the Premier League. I thought you played really. I mean, I think the key to your success in the first season in the Premier League was something about your centre backs used to act as wingers or something like that. And I thought, there's no way you're going down in the second season. And then they didn't they, they sack your manager and then it all fell apart. Well, I don't. I can't remember. Well, we started off on a barren run. We didn't win a game until I think before Christmas. But it, the thing that brought us to such fame in that first year was our overlapping center backs. 
Wow, and we still play it now. We've just basically replaced Chris Wilder with Paul Heckingbottom. And with our overlapping center backs pushing so far forward, we can get more attacking players in the box. And, you know, their size over, you know, smaller defenders kind of works for us. And that first season we caught lightning in a bottle and it, we we almost took the league by, the, by storm. And now most teams are playing a back three because – I don't think leading into that season, most I, I think most teams are playing a back four. And then here comes Sheffield United, three, three, five, two, overlapping center backs. Oh shit, what the hell is this? Oh wow, we we beat well, we should have beat Spurs twice. I mean, they they're shit anyway. I mean, in the second season, we even beat we even beat Spurs and we beat Chelsea, but the thing that I think pegged us back in the second season, we had such a barren run, as I said. To start the season, injuries injuries bit us. We were snake bitten. You know, we couldn't do anything. We were in most of the games, and if you look back at that season, we lost a handful of games, one nil. So I mean, we were in the game for ninety minutes, but the goal and the ball never bounced our way. And then we went and sacked Wilder, and then we put Hecking Bottom, who was our current manager, in place, and it was like. By I think the beginning of February, we weren't technically relegated, but I think I think mid-April we were relegated, and it was kind of like Hecking Bottom come in for the caretaker manager and just sawed us in or sawed us off into the in the into the championship, and then we changed him going into the championship for big slabs of Vicia Jokanovic, and that dude couldn't manage his ass out of a fucking paper bags we didn't have we didn't have his uh players so he tried to get us to play uh his style of football with the first 11 games and we were ass we were i think we were 23rd in the championship stacked him bring hecking bottom back in we go the first season of the championship and we lose the nottingham fucking forest in the playoff semi-final and they they knock us and then then there's there's stuff that happened on the sidelines when nottingham forest ran onto the pitch and then we go into the second season and we coast behind Burnley like Burnley Burnley was 10 point finished I believe 10 points clear of us at one point us and Burnley were I mean we were we were at one point 13 points clear of second place last season so I mean we probably would have went back up the first season if we would have had Hecking Bottom come back in Yes, indeed. Three one two Guna, who is American, says massive respect. Are there local Sheffield United supporters club in your area? How do you find how how do you find community? I suppose it's all online, isn't it? At first, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a lot of like it's a lot of internet traffic. Um, I do also have a a Twitter page besides our our podcast, Red Hat for Sheffield, or at Red Sheffield. Um, I do also have a a uh, Blades in the USA Twitter page that I'm trying to get going to generate some foot traffic to know that there's actual Blades over here in America because I often see Blades in the street. Oh man, Sheffield United! Like what? How, what the fuck? Uh, this is fucking odd. And they're like, yeah, Sheffield United. I was like, I, I do a Sheffield United podcast over here in the states and like oh we've never heard it i give them the give them the podcast i tell them it's like follow this and i'm trying to i'm trying to grow the blades people over here in america to know that hey there's united fans over here in 
America, just give us a follow so we can start drumming up some of this. You know, if you guys want to do match meetups, especially making it easier since it's in the prem and we get all the, the games over here streamed on Peacock, if they want to go watch a game at a pub or something, reach out to me and I'll say, hey, I'll, I'll fire it out on the Twitter sphere and say, hey, we've got people here and here and here who's – who, who wants to go watch a match? I mean, there's there's low-key probably people everywhere. You just don't know about them. I mean, um, is there many Canadian uh, Sheffield United fans? Because they had Paul Pescicolido, uh Canadian footballing legend, who played for played for Sheffield United for a while, didn't he? I'm just guessing without looking it up. Not off the top of my head. I don't believe there's I don't believe there's too many. Blades fans, but I mean the reach is so small. I don't know there there might be some um, United fans north of the border, but it's 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 tough to tell on on my end. Like I said, I'm trying. We're trying to jump up all kinds of foot traffic, but I mean it. It's we're reluctant at that. One of my favourite ever Arsenal players came into Arsenal from Sheffield Wednesday, Brian Marwood, absolute legend of a player. Later saw him at the end of his career playing for Barnet and he was shit. But uh, when he left that, he bought him from Sheffield Wednesday, did stuff with us, helped us win the league, and then we sold him at Sheffield United. Um, are you aware of him? Wonderful winger. Got mm. one game for England against Saudi Arabia. He played, I can't think he came on the 89th minute. Wonderful Ooh. player. <laughs> one cap for England in one minute. Yeah. Ooh, boy, yeah. that's a hell of a career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if we look up Brian Marwood, uh, and he, I think he was la last working for Man City as uh, maybe something in the community. Um, I think we should get a wiggle on and start doing the predictions here, otherwise we'll be here all night. So uh, get the screen up, share the screen, and uh, move us down the bottom. There we go. Right, so if anybody wants to find you on Twitter, it is at cjarvis13. And your podcast is at Red Sheffield. And what was the other one? Blades in USA? Yep, Blades in USA. Lovely. Right. So who do you think is going to win the Premier League? City. 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 Uh, it's it's hard. It's hard to knock them off. It's hard to it's hard to knock them off. Um, do you think the record of uh no one ever scoring 10 goals or more, double digits in the Premier League. Do you think anyone's going to do that against Luton this season? Because Luton are shit. They've got shit players, shit ground, shit everything. And I hate Luton. Oh. I think I think Luton are going to be, you know, they're going to be down where we are. It's Kenilworth Road is so tough to go to go and play at. I mean, we we've played there four times in the last two years, and that play or two times in the last two years, and that place is absolutely. I think they're going to take some points off some big some big hitters this year. I think they're going to nick a couple of points off of well, Chelsea are shit, Spurs are always shit. I mean, you know, maybe nick some points off Brighton, maybe take some points off. United, maybe you guys as well, and maybe even City. I don't know. It's a tough, tough place to go. Okay. Where do you think Arsenal are going to finish? I have them third. Ooh, why? Who have you got second, I suppose, that should be? Ooh, it's For some reason, the Saudis, I think I, they, I have them. Well, Saudi team B, Newcastle finishing second. Yeah. For some reason, I I, I hate them. I hate them because because Sunderland are my second favorite team, and I I just hate I just hate 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 the Mags. I just think at some point the Saudis are gonna get 
are going to get a, a, a league title at. I mean, they're the they're the world's richest club now. So, God, I hate them. <laughs> um, so, where are you going to? Uh, I asked fans of other teams uh, to predict where your team is going to finish in the Premier League. I don't think you're going to finish bottom. Maybe not even nineteenth, but I think you're going to be hovering around sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. But you're by far not the worst team in the league. Everton, uh, I reckon, are going to go down below you. Oh, I hope, I hope, I hope. Um, if, right now, as as of recording, I'd have to say, I'd say I put us 18th. If we get a yeah. couple more through the door, we could probably sneak 17th, 16th, maybe by the skin of our teeth. I'm hoping we beat Forest and send them down on the last day because we do play the shit from North <laughs> London Spurs on the last day. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping, I'm hoping. We beat Spurs when they're when they finish like sixteenth, um, and we take Forest down and um, we stay up seventeenth. Jolly good. Um, so uh, Arsenal's top goal scorer. I also have uh, Saka as well. Oh, how much do you like Saka? Uh, you take it you support the um, USMNT. God, I think I said that right. The, the American men's team, or because some people go, no, well, my grandparents were German, so I support Germany, or something like that. I will, I will, it's a toss up with me. I, the United States in, in, in soccer or football over here are always going to suck ass. It's not like the women where you, you can clearly see that the women's game has closed down on the United States and they're probably not going to win the World Cup. I hope they don't because I have England win in the World Cup for a, a cheeky bet to win $350. So come on, Lionesses, please come on. Um, I do from time to time support the United States. I will root for England, though. I really love England. I mean, I love everything about um, football over in England. So I, I will support them over the United States don't tell the Americans watching, but I mean, I, I've just I've supported England longer than I have the United States because in, it's it's just a, a, a fact that the United States is always going to suck at football. They're going to have a World Cup in four years or three years, and they're go, they'll give it a run, probably go to the last eight or the final four, lose, and then that'll be the that'll be the heyday for American football. <laughs> uh, who's going to be the top scorer for Sheffield United next season? Oh, if I had to say right now, I'd probably have to say Ollie McBurney. Um, I've got no idea how to spell that. Oh, yeah. Just um, Ollie McDonkey you could put on there. Um, (laughs) He hates Cardiff. Um, What's his name? Albert Burney. I've got it here. Scottish. Yeah, Scottish. Yep. Yep. What's wrong with him? I mean, you sound like you don't like him. No, I like I, I like him. He um he's he's down for a bust up every once in a while. Um, oh, when he's, he's Scottish, that's part in the sudden in their DNA. Yeah, uh, he's he's had a couple bust ups. He's he's had a uh, you know he's kind of matured. We I think we got um, McBurney from Swansea in our in prior to our first year in the Prem, and he was really immature, and mm. it took. Um, it took him a few years of maturing. He had his best season in a United shirt last season. Um, if we can keep him healthy, he will probably lead the line uh, for us a majority of this season. And hopefully he can pot a few goals for us. I'd be shocked if we have any score over 10 goals. Um, 
Yeah, that's why we keep McBurney at nine goals. Maybe if I had if I had a hedge right now. Yeah, good. Right, the next one I need to know is uh, where do you think Spurs are going to finish? Because you don't sound overly plan happy with with Spurs. You've said some lovely things about them. Um, well, I hate Spurs. Out of all out of all the teams, aside from Wrexham, that I hate, I hate Spurs the most. And I'll be, I'll, I'll say, I was generous in saying they'll finish seventh. My heart hopes they go down because I hate them. Like in their 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 American supporters over here are the most obnoxious supporters. Like they feel like they deserve everything. In it, it just they're the most clueless supporters ever, and they think they are the best, the best team in the world. And I'm like, dude, 2008 was the last time you guys won anything, the League Cup. Before that was what 1956, maybe. <laughs> They won a couple of FA Cups in 1980 and 1981. Oh, okay. yeah. I think they won the UEFA Cup in 84, but I'm just trying to ignore that. But the, the gist is they're shit. I, was, yes. I think they might have won the FA Cup in 91. as well. That's this thing where if the season ended in one, they would just think, oh, we're going to win the league because they won it in 81 and 91. And that was it. So, oh, plus they did the double in 60-61. So three oh. times they won the FA Cup over one and they think we're going to win it every year. Uh, yeah. People are liking it. They like what you're saying. Um, uh, 312 says Chad spitting facts uh, Spurs haven't won the league since 1961 61 oh, and never again and 312 says our football federation is absolutely clueless only interested in kissing the backside of the MLS commissioner yep that's that's a fair statement there they're a very very fair statement and uh, I just told uh, told Shredder that we got someone on from where he lives he said oh that's great we're a big footy soccer state good we don't want people using the word soccer We've had so many, uh, so many of our mates that come on are American. We don't care anymore. So, what did you say? Your position you're going to pick for them? Because I was busy chatting. Uh, seventh. Put them seventh. at seventh. And fuck them. Uh, FA Cup winner. Now, if you want to pick Sheffield United for any of these, you are more than welcome. We've had I, some absolutely lunatic. If someone's picked Brighton to win the FA Cup, that's I saw that. I saw that. I mean, I, there's a, lot, a couple of people <laughs> picked Villa. I thought. Oh, Villa for the League Cup. Okay, yeah. I was, I was going through it. I was like, wow, this is a ballsy pick. Um, I think. <laughs> I think uh, City win that as well. Yeah. Quite a lot of people have uh, said, I mean, logically, Man City are going to win absolutely everything because they've got the, the T-1000 on that playing up front and he's never going to get injured and he's going to kill everyone. So, okay. like Tom, he picked Man City. He said, if I'm taking it seriously, Man City for everything. And uh, can't really argue with that. How about the League Cup? You got them for that as well? Oh uh, No, I got United. I'll, I'll just say Man United. Yeah. Not Chef United. Yeah. I mean... Hell, we we played City in in the FA Cup and in, in semifinal last year, and shit, we I mean we got stuff three 0 We didn't have a sh- I think we had one shot inside the first two minutes, and I had yeah. us to I had a bet on for us to score, and we albeit we didn't, we lost three 0 But I mean it was a cool day out for a team in the championship to make it all the way to the semifinals of the FA Cup. Good um, Champions League winner. Now, what do you I think want, about that? I want Bayern Munich. Yeah, good. Uh, a few people, I think three people have now picked uh, the Dirty Munchens. Uh, I hate them because I'm a Dortmund fan. Yeah, three people have picked it. And uh, last season, Dortmund should have won the league. I was going to say, you shit the bed on the last day of the oh, season. It's fucking bullshit. Uh, how far do you reckon Arsenal are going to get in the Champions League? Ooh. Mm. Final eight? Final eight? 
wouldn't be too bad. I'm just looking for the last time that uh, the Euro played in Europe, and it was the Anglo-Italian Cup in '94, '95. Got to the group stage. I have oh. no idea what the hell that is. That <laughs> probably would be, some... I think it was uh, second tier English teams against second tier Italian teams. Really? And in later stages, you would get three teams. I oh, know it changed its name to the Intertoto Cup in later years, and you'd get three teams win. I know Newcastle won it, but they have three teams win it, and those three teams then got through to the UEFA Cup years and years and years ago. But it was just a, just a nonsense cup. But at least you played in Europe. Uh, yeah. Russ Morgan has uh, popped in to say hello. Um, right, top goal scorer who played in the Premier League, who have played all competitions, so including the Champions League and the Premier League, but must I, be playing in the in the Premier League. Who have you got? I mean, you you might as well copy and paste the seven hundred names that are on there. <laughs> I mean, unless he doesn't, unless he gets hurt. I mean, I mean, what the hell? I mean, he's going to run onto the end of the ball and smash it in. Uh, I'm curious to see how bad he turns us over. Although we did, we did keep him quiet in the FA Cup semifinals. So, I mean, as long as he doesn't pot six goals against us in two games this this upcoming season, I'll be good. I'll be okay with that. I'm just hoping that he, he gets a bad firmware upgrade in it and he <laughs> malfunctions. Now, right. someone with a little bit of knowledge of the league, um, what do you think to people's predictions? I've gone for Leeds United to win the league because they've got Daniel Farker, <sighs> kept most of their teams. People are saying Southampton and Middlesbrough. A few say Leicester. I've changed. I did say Leicester recently, but I changed it. Being a man who spent the last couple of seasons in the championship and um, being one of the best teams there, who's best predi- um, um, equipped to get promoted to win it? <sighs> I think I think it comes down between honestly it, it it comes down between Leicester and Southampton. Who what what two teams are out of those two teams are going to win it? I think Leeds are going to I think Leeds are going to fall take a tumble this year. I have them probably finishing 10th. There's just a bunch of I think they're going to send a few out the door as it gets closer to the end of the transfer window. Is that the Yorkshire hatred? Is that, is that what you got there? I mean, I hate Leeds. I hate Leeds <laughs> as, as far as you can throw them. But, I mean, honestly, out of the three teams that came down, Leicester still have a pretty, pretty good side. I don't know how in the hell James Ward-Prowse stayed at Southampton. But if they have him, my my winner in the championship is, is Southampton. I mean – how do you not? How do you not let go of Shea Adams, who scored the winner against the Pigs today? You have James Ward Prowse. You have all. I mean, they kept they kept their team. Them and Leicester. I mean, all three teams that came down kept their teams intact pretty well. But I just feel like Leeds are in a bit of a, a turnover phase, where I think Leicester and Southampton are more equipped to go up automatically, and I, I'm. A, a sneaky, sneaky. I want to put. I want to put a fiver on them. Ipswich Town, Ipswich Town for automatic promotion. Dear idea. That won't go down well with a couple of our. One of our lot is from Norwich. Uh, um, two of our lot, Ellis and, uh, and Nicky, are both from Norwich. And uh, Phil here, he he doesn't live too far from Norwich, but we say you do live in Norwich, and I live near Cambridge, or halfway between Cambridge and Peterborough. So. Uh, yeah, Southampton. I mean, if if see what Ward Prowse can do against Premier League teams, he'll get twenty league goals next season. This season from free kicks alone, e- the man easily. is a monster. Easily, easily. Yes. Uh, 
Phil says, when we play the Blades, you need to get Chad back on. Yeah, um, Chad's podcast messaged us and said, would you be interested in doing a preview show? And I said, yes. And then I thought, oh, it'd be nice to get on uh, an non-Arsenal fan. So I messaged him the, uh, the other day and said, yes. So here he is. Um, yeah. First Premier League manager to get fired. Oh, I think it's uh, I think it's the ugliest manager in all the Prem, uh, Steve Cooper at Forest. <laughs> I uh, said this the other day. I went, my God, he looks like that bloke from Tur- from um, the first RoboCop film that gets all the acid poured on him. Oh <laughs> God, he's the uglier in sin. Oh <laughs> man, I mean, he's t- I mean, I don't know how Forrest kept him at the end of last season, but I think they're going to tread a fine line, and they lost. I forget who they played a friendly a couple of days ago. Lost 5-0. Debuted their away or third kit and lost 5-0. And it's like, you guys are heading in the wrong direction. So I think Steve Cooper, I, I will I will say a bunch of people with the the Wolves manager. Wolves, I think, are going to be in a bit of trouble this season. Yeah. Um, and whoever the hell is managing Everton at the moment. They oh, must- that's, that's Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche. That's all we do is play defense. Defense, defense, defense. Sean Dyke. Forest lost 5-0 at home to Wrens. And Wrens, I know, Chris, if you're watching, which you won't be watching because you don't watch your own fucking podcasts. But um, it's uh, Wrens and they're not even a decent French side. I I don't think it was acid that went on um, on that bloke in the film. I think it was some kind of uh, nuclear sludge waste kind of thing. So uh, that was a bit shit. Right, there you go. That's that's all the predictions done. You've nothing really um, uh, outrageous. You're only the second person to say Cooper's going to get fired. I mean, their owner, uh, I won't say too much about the owner because uh, he's probably very litigious, but I don't like him. I don't like the cut of his jab, jib, jab. And he gave uh, he gave Arteta, or was that the Sheffield? No, who was it? I think he, he was the one who gave Arteta COVID all those years. No, it can't, uh, it can't have been. Oh, yes, it was because we played Olympiacos. And he owns Olympiacos and he owns um, uh, Nottingham Forest, hmm. both car crash clubs that, that treat the transfer market like it is a sex toy. Yeah, um, yeah so the rest of that is pretty good. Right, I'm going to stop that screen. So, uh, yeah, tell me a little bit about your podcast and where they can find you because some people might have to, uh, only be turning on for the end of the podcast. Why you do that, I have absolutely no idea, but let them know anywhere they can find you and your podcast on the on the, on the the internets. Yeah, you can find me as it is. It says on the screen, C Jarvis underscore 13, Twitter and Instagram. And our you can follow our podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. On Twitter, it's at Red Sheffield. And I just look up the red half of Sheffield on, on Facebook and um, Instagram. We also have a YouTube channel where we go through all United's old kits. And we do – I'll put all the preview pods on. You'll see your boy Danny on when we, we are going to face Arsenal because I will have him on to do a preview pod previewing how the Blades are going to smash Arsenal 6-0 <laughs> at Bramall Lane. Just kidding. We'll pro- it'll probably reverse that and put 6-0 against Ar- to Arsenal. Uh, yeah, if you guys want to check us out, we're in the States. Give us a listen. You can tell us we're idiots. I don't know everything I'm talking about. You can tell them, me I'm a fucking idiot. I have no idea what I'm talking about. The more <laughs> criticism, I love it. I don't care. Follow us. Go and, go and enjoy. If you want to listen, go ahead and listen. Excellent. You never know. You might be at a farm, a few more um, Americans that uh, that might want a, a second team because mm-hmm. they like stripy shirts. For sure. Um, that's it. Right. That's it, people. Finally, I've done it. It's seven bloody podcasts I've done today, and uh, I'm I haven't even had anything to eat yet. 
and if, if I get a little bit tired, I just look at this abomination of a kit. It startles my <laughs> eyeballs, God. and then, then I'm good for another three or four hours. Uh, that's it. So um, tomorrow, I'm just going to have a little look at my list. Um, Saturday, 5 p.m., we have got Nick, our very own Nick from Norwich. Uh, 6 p.m., we've got Jared Carver, and uh, he's, he's American uh, from the, the Gooners pod. That's Mike's podcast. And we've got another American after that, Michael from You Are My Arsenal. And then at 11 p.m., we've got David, another American, um, Mr. Waffles, as you all know him in the chat. But there's no one for 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and 10 o'clock. So I might be able to have something to eat then. And I've got one Sunday night at nine o'clock, the magnificent Canadian Jeff. Um, so we will see you for those tomorrow. And all there's to do left now is to say thank you very much, Chad, and good luck to the coming season. It'd be nice if you didn't go down. Yes, because- it would. It would be nice, although I love playing in the championship, so it doesn't matter what, what happens. 38 free hits. Indeed, yes. Right, I'm going to play the outro, and I'll see you scumbags tomorrow. A goodbye. Cheers. As soon as I scored that goal, I was fucking livid. Get down, dog. Splendid business. He nearly caught the bloody thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> so I was just eating a full quiche. Well, you don't often see him at it. So when you see him in the supermarket, they need to be swagged. Microwaved immediately and get the brown sauce on one. Bosh, Bob's your uncle. Never in doubt. <laughs>